Hello everyone! Welcome to the Classic Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Ring. Today's date is November 5th, 2016. This is episode 69. With me are... Oh, we didn't time it! Are you kidding me? Can we call this episode 70 and do 69 next time? <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. I, I would have played... Oh my god, I would have picked something way better for this. Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. I, seriously, it would have been Leisure yeah. Suit Larry all across the board. Robert. What? Robert. What? We gotta do something. Do Can I... you either go back in time and make the Cubs win in 2015? Do y'all actually or... want to play Leisure Suit Larry? Because I don't think you. I don't think you're really thinking this through right now. I just. I think it'd be so funny if we did something for it. Oh my god. We just. I. Th- wow. We've been doing too regularly. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry that your episode 69 got <sighs> regular, like a bowel movement. I know, which is so weird for us. Normally, it's like you know, one one podcast, then six weeks, then a month off. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have a good Halloween? Um, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I didn't even watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I didn't either. The best Halloween movie of all time, by the way. I watched movie. uh, what movie? Which one? Did I... Oh, I watched Dawn of the Dead. Ah, how was it? Oh, it's always was it your good. first time. No, hell no. <laughs> Come on, who are you talking to right now? I actually just turned off my lights and prayed to God nobody knock on my door because we didn't have candy, and that's exactly what happened. We're good. Sweet. Will. Um, oh, two quick things, uh, very quick things. One, forgot to mention this last time, but you know, we got, we re, we re, I'm, try, I'm gonna try talking. Re-re? We revamped the website and all. Oh, yeah. I put an Easter egg on it that I meant to, uh, looking for it now. See if you can, see if you can find the Easter egg. I'll just, I'll just let you try to find it while I keep on talking. It's a very, it's, it's not anything major, but it's not like super hidden either. Um, it is on, on any given page, so you don't have to like find a specific place. So there's a little Easter egg on the website. Also, I uh, apologies if anybody had trouble with episode 68. I just realized like 30 minutes ago that I can't, or like an hour ago, that I messed up part of the feed to where some of it might. Fuck's sake. It might. It looks like most people got it because we had just a few less downloads than usual. Well, like a couple hundred less downloads than usual, but like still like close to where we normally are. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it was still showing up in iTunes for me, so like at least iTunes seemed to pretty much have it. But it should be back to normal now. Apologies if you missed if you missed out on that one. Hmm. Um, BlizzCon just finished up, so we got some hot off the press news. Ta-da-da. Who wants to Nothing. Who, who wants to run with this? I think Blake and I are both gonna do it because that's pretty much how it always goes. Do it. <clears throat> do you want to um, go across the IPs? Yeah. Uh, you go ahead and start from the top. I'll go ahead and like interject in when I feel like it. Okay. Um. So I mean, I'm not gonna. There's no point in talking about here's the storm because I don't think any of us are really. That yeah. Oh, yeah. Only let's keep relevant. I. I mean, I'm interested in it because I felt like it needed to do more of an announcement than just two new heroes. The heroes are cool as fuck, but yeah, I agree with you. Well, yeah, Varian's gonna be OP as shit. I think oh the. I think the, uh, the. Sorry, I guess there's another game. I, I think it's cool that they did the tuition thing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they do um, a seasonal thing. Um, and essentially, it's called Heroes of the Dorm. Whoever uh, wins the tournament gets full ride, uh, full tuition for college. Um, so they let you know each college can have a team. They compete. Whoever wins gets full full scholarship. Nice um, through college, which is pretty cool. And ASU, which is um, my state college, actually won last year. Um, yeah, I agree with you. They had a, they're adding a new map type, which was kind of interesting, I guess, but. 
I, th I feel like Heroes of Storm, they're still kind of feeling their way out of what they want to be. They, they're obviously not a standard MOBA. If anybody plays that game thinking this is a standard MOBA, you're going to be severely disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was kind of disappointing overall with the announcements. Uh, next was Overwatch. Uh, Overwatch is obviously their new IP. They announced Overwatch League, which I think Blizzard is finally taking steps to show that they really care about esports. They are doing a league that if you are competing it or if you qualify to compete in the league, they will give you a salary with benefits on top of prize winnings, which is pretty crazy. It's never been done before successfully, so we'll have to see if they actually are going to give them a, a, a big enough salary to where they can live off of it. Maybe maybe no, the three of us will be working together again as writers for websites. Oh, first. God. <laughs> God, no. Um, so that was pretty cool. I, I, I feel like, because that's the biggest complaint with, with Riot's, um, you know, with League of Legends, with their their um, their league, is that the players who are doing well are making a lot of money, but if you're not streaming, you're pretty much fucked if you're not, if you're not a big streamer. So it's cool to see that they're trying to take Overwatch and, and literally just push it as an eSport. And I mean, it's Blizzard, so they can pull it the fuck off. They've got all the money. I would say they have all the money. I wouldn't say they could pull it the fuck off because it's. <laughs> I feel like that statement contradicts itself. But yeah, I think they, they. I agree. I think they have the money. Well, they can pull it off. It doesn't mean that it won't put them in the red for a bit, potentially. But if they do it and it puts them in the red, they can just be like, well, this was a mistake and recover from it by yeah. going, hey, Diablo 2 HD remake. Also mouth. by saying, hey, we have $145 billion in the bank right now, so we're, we're okay. Yeah, they're probably pretty good um so yeah next up is diablo which blake you want to you want to announce about, the, so, uh, um, everybody was, i really don't know why people were expecting diablo 4 it's really dumb and short-sighted I, I think people that expected diablo 4 have never been a blizzard fan before <laughs> yeah, they agree. don't realize that it's about it something i'm with you on that. something you know, but not a lot Di of like oh diablo 4 yeah and it's like no there won't be diablo 4 this is blizzard it's going to be another at least half a decade before that even gets announced yes well people were expecting okay it's 25 year anniversary 20 year anniversary of, of diablo so people were expecting either well no i'm diablo getting to that like you're okay, okay. jumping the gun i'm getting okay. to this point i don't know why people were like diablo 4 is gonna happen it's completely stupid i was expecting a diablo 3 expansion exactly that was what that that's what I think most people were expecting and i think we kind of got that it's a mini expansion we're gonna mm. get a new class which most expansions have uh and then we're gonna get uh what's the other thing uh we're, get, we're getting two new maps added to adventure mode and I, I mean a lot of people think that there should be way more than that but their their expansions don't usually add that much uh, it's also not one of the premier IPs at this point, too. Um, compared yeah, to the rest, agree. yeah, it's rest something where they are essentially finding a way for it to still continue to be profitable. I think a new expansion would have done better, but I also think Necromancer is huge enough that I think a lot of people are really excited about that because it was one yeah. of the key classes in D two, and people yeah. are really pumped about it. Um, and then the other thing that they announced, they're going to put Diablo one into Diablo 3 as a playable thing. But it, uh, the way they described it is very odd. It sounds like uh, it it might be much simpler than just yes, Diablo 1. that's exactly what it is. It, yeah. yeah. It sounds more like a small boss rush, like a mini Yes, boss. exactly. It, from what people said when they were yeah. listening to the panels, is it's a seasonal <laughs> event where you will fight bosses with a sort of mock-up of Diablo 1. It's not Diablo yeah. 1 in Diablo 3. It's... It's what Blizzard always does when they want to go back and do this kind of stuff. It's like a real short kind of... Mm -hmm. It's like, hey guys, remember this? Okay, bye. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's real. And like, that's what... what they showed off to. And I, I love how they were bragging about it. I'm like, you guys are, you guys literally just said something that you're not doing. I mean, it, it was... It's kind of weird. I don't know. It was really weird. And a lot yeah. of people were like, what? 
Yeah. I like, like, I'm into D3. I'm going to come back to play for the Necromancer. I'm not super pumped about the announcements. They were pretty tame and low-key. But uh, <clears throat> overall, it was it was an okay announcement. I oh, uh, We've got a few things left to talk about. we got three games tonight. left, yeah. Okay. Yep, All right. Um, before I forget, I just... I was disappointed overall because I expected a lot more from Blizzard. Everyone All of Blizzard's did. announcements. Everyone um, is, yeah. Like, I expected something bigger for Heroes of the Storm, and right. I expected something a little bit bigger, at least, for uh, for Diablo 3, or for Diablo in franchise general, in general. Franchise. Yeah. Because what everybody was expecting was, oh, new, exp- uh, new something, expansion. Something big. Or uh, HD remake of D2, and I kind of thought that they might do that. But... I still think they are doing that, by the way. I, I just don't think they're yeah. anywhere near where they want to talk yeah. about it yet. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> I, I would um... not be surprised. <clears throat> and then what was some of the other stuff? Uh... Uh, Hearthstone got a miniature expansion that looks... Like, I was talking to Robert about it but before, <laughs> before this. It, I, I don't know what they were thinking with this one. Like, it, 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 they were took... you listening to the crowd when this got yeah. announced? Yeah, it was. they were dead silent. Nobody dead was silent. There was one guy in the back going... And that guy, the guy, the the lead developer, that Asian guy, was like, I, I don't know. I thought he was trolling. Like I thought he came out and he was like, Hey, you know the city gadgets in that has no lore or nothing whatsoever to deal with the game? We're gonna make an expansion around that. I was like, Oh, this is a joke. They're gonna do something big. They're gonna talk about you know something, you know something yeah. bigger. And and then they were just like, and he kept going. I'm like, This isn't a joke. He is a joke. <laughs> now. Like everybody is like thinks he is gonna do something big, and this is it. And it, it's a garbage lore expansion with really fucking weird um animations and advertising the the new card mechanic seems kind of cool but i was the like triple what class thing they... seems kind of yeah. cool but overall mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it feels like I, I was just like what are you doing my friend <laughs> like the reception to it was so bad that i sat there and i asked myself is hearthstone a dead game is the popularity that low now do you it's know not, that's the sad thing. okay oh, no, that's what i thought no. yeah yeah, no, because I would really see on my following page, and Crip is still pulling like he gets thirty k viewers if he streams Hearthstone. Yeah, but that's all. Yeah, yeah, it, it's really weird. It's a big game, big esport. I, I don't know where they're going with this one. It was. It, by the way, Robert, the expansion's called the Mean Streets of Gadgetson. Mm, okay. Yeah, uh, it was. It's a really weird thing, and I, I, I feel like this is a big flop. There, it's a micro. It's a mini expansion, but Jesus, I don't. I don't know. Um, Fun. Stark Starcraft Two was the the other one that was like another head scratcher. They didn't announce any new game. Obviously, I mean they're yeah. at the end. Of, they're on the third expansion of Starcraft Two, so people are kind of wondering what are they going to do? Are they going to talk about Starcraft Three? I wasn't gonna, expecting. I don't think Starcraft. I don't think people well, were expecting that. Well, so let me put it this way: so they were expecting something in the RTS universe, either something to do with either Warcraft, uh, Warcraft remakes for updated graphics or uh, Warcraft 4, or something in the RTS realm, but instead they announced co-op missions in StarCraft 2, which, okay, they're, they're, you have to pay money to play these co-op missions. Like, mm. extra money on top of the, the purchasing of the game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I've never once thought, yeah, I should buy these. This whole, like, I mean, I don't keep up with it nearly as much as you guys, but again, go, going back to what Blake said, knowing, like, Blizzard's timeline in general on stuff, like, I was having a hard time... Even, like, listening to, like, rumors and fan, like, theories, like, oh, I hope they have this and that, like, it was really hard for me to come up with anything that I really felt solid, like, was a good big announcement that they could make, just given, like, the time where they are on everything. It didn't seem, this seems like the worst year for them to try to 
have a Bl- I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't have had BlizzCon, but it seems like the worst year to expect something big uh, to have expected the, something big out of BlizzCon. The two things that I thought for sure were going to be talked about um, outside of their game universe was the, another Warcraft movie because they they talked about it uh, at BlizzCon this year. They talked about how great it was, but they never said anything about another one, which I was I was really surprised about. They kind of they, you know were talking about the success of it and how great it was. But I was expecting them to say, and the other, you know, another one's in the works or something, you know, something along the lines of that, just to give people the understanding of it. And then the other one was there is a lot of rumors about Blizzard doing something, what we're kind of calling Blizzard TV, which is essentially either a Twitch channel or some sort of streaming channel that has Blizzard stuff on it. So Blizzard lore uh, videos, either like Overwatch or WoW or StarCraft, anything just kind of lore related, along with esports. There's been like a lot of like subtle things that people have saw or have looked at and said this is kind of the direction we think they're going to go with it, and again something they didn't talk about or even like hint at. Not that it, like it was guaranteed, but just seemed like a plausible thing that they're working on True. since there's nothing else going on. Right. So I I don't know. It was a letdown, and the last <laughs> one was Wow, which Jesus. You <laughs> Apparently they came out and they were like, "Hey, we've got a new patch out. Thanks for playing the expansion." And then walked <laughs> yeah, off. They they talked <laughs> about the current ex- how, how how happy they are with the numbers. They talked about the next patch. Then they talked about the next next patch, and then they talked about the next 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 patch. And they talked about the fact Sick. that they're going to introduce flying to the game, which everybody is like, I, I, I don't understand. Like people have said for so long, we don't want flying in the game anymore. It ruins the game. Well, hey guys, it ruins it because flying. they're fucking stupid. I don't know what they were thinking by going, "Oh, let's introduce flying into the game." Oh, we're gonna make a new expansion and then completely design it around no flying mounts, so that we can fuck our player base over and they can't use their flying mounts until later on. Just design the world around the flying mounts. Yep. It, it just and then they, they talked about adding more daily quests, which something that people hate. Daily quests. Hey, let's yeah. add more of them. Let's make them more important to do. And it's just like dailies are one of the reasons I'm not playing that game anymore. Likewise, right now. I already on I unsubbed like ten days ago because I was just so fed up with the constant daily quests. I don't like the feeling of playing Facebook games in WoW. I don't need that. Like, that's not interesting whatsoever. Yeah, I don't like having to log on, like, at least once every two or three days just to do a bunch of quests that I don't really care about to keep up with my reputation and all this other shit. It's just dumb. Yeah, they and then they talk about, they're talking about, you know, though they're, we're hinting at the possibility of guild halls again, and it's like, they already segregated the entire population by adding class halls. What yeah. what are you doing? Like, uh, let's further segregate the entire population. Like, they, they just they you, you, the current state of WoW is a single player game in an MMO universe. That is what it is right now, and that's what it's going to continue sucks. to be. And it's just it's just atrocious. So all in all, BlizzCon was just a huge fucking letdown. The esports was great, by the way. All the tournaments across the board. Watched oh, were they? Almost everything. Yeah. It was, I it was I heard that the RNG Stone Finals were kind of. Eh. I, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I mean, the guy who won, I don't see any complaints with it. I mean, okay. I heard the Starcraft. Yeah, I mean, good. Starcraft. I'll talk, I'll talk oh, about this before. the other thing, Starcraft, I heard was pretty good. Um, but uh, Overwatch, it wasn't really esports. It was just like invite a bunch of personalities. Yes. And then South Korea was like, "Fuck that, we're bringing all the top tier players." <laughs> okay. And that's exactly what they did. That yeah, that's, that's exactly what happened. That's pretty good. Yeah. And South Korea, South Korea came in and they didn't even drop a match, <laughs> not a single one. <laughs> That's yeah, really it was, funny. Uh, pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Blizzard's doing a lot with esports, which is cool. Finally, after yeah. ten years, but <laughs> everything else is there. Just like, oh my god. 
microtransactions. How do we handle this? We don't know what the community wants. We want this. Well, we're going to do this. What? Like, please, stop. <laughs> Literally, how did you get to that point? <laughs> like, to dig in the hole. We're like, stop digging the hole. I want to keep digging the hole. I want this treasure down there. Yeah. So You're digging uh... above my septic tank. Please stop. <laughs> Dude, that, that, have you seen that Aquatines episode? Uh, probably. Oh, my God. That one's hilarious. I would really want to go back. I was thinking, that, like... I really want to go back and watch some more Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I was thinking the other I, I day. It's been, it it's been too long. It's been so, so long. good, man. There, good. There, the episode I was just talking about, you know, Shake is like, he tells uh, Carl that there's gold in his backyard. And so they're digging and, and they, they strike something and black gold shoots up. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. found gold. And he's like, you hit my septic tank. And he's like, he's like, what? He's like, you're wearing my dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm wearing that. my dinner. Wear my dinner. <laughs> Yeah, overall, BlizzCon was a letdown, and I wasn't I wasn't even giving them, like, huge expectations. Like, <laughs> announced that World of Warcraft is going free-to-play and that you have five expansions coming out in the next year. That doesn't, like even that. if that got announced, that wouldn't even excite me in the slightest. Well, yeah, I but mean, I mean, it's got to be something that's crazy, and it's like, whoa, holy yeah. shit. Like, I was expecting something pretty big with Diablo 3, and we got something good, <sighs> but not big. Not at the level that I was expecting it to be at. And then um, with Heroes of the Storm, I thought they were going to do... They needed to do something big there. And I thought that they realized that, but apparently that wasn't yeah, going to That is an IP where I feel like is in a very, like, I want to say vulnerable state. Like, it can yeah. be something if they really want to make it something, but they really got to invest resources into it. And they yeah, totally kind of kind of slipped up. It's not a MOBA. It is a unique game style. And they have something, but they need to push it. And they're not. And it's like, what, what are you, you doing? About... This is your chance. I'm sorry, you're talking about Heroes of the Storm? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. That that game's like it's like it's got potential. But it needs a little. It's very casual, which yeah. is nice. I mean, right. it, it, for people who don't want to get invested in mobiles, which I'll be honest, I don't really want to anymore. And it yeah, is really nice. Too much. So it's I like, want to play Dota because I like parts of Dota, but I don't like a lot God, of the people that, that play it. Yeah, and I don't like a, some of the mechanics of the game. That like community, they, man. they ported over to not get too far off track. They ported over some of the mechanics that were in the game because of Warcraft 3's limitations. Stuff like the oh, turning okay. speed, shit like that, and it's just stuff that I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, uh, on the subject of BlizzCon, some of the other stuff that happened, let's see here. The World of Warcraft stuff, I wasn't expecting much. Maybe them to be like, hey, here's what's coming with the rest of the expansion. That, that's pretty much what they it. did, but it just yeah, wasn't exactly. anything good. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> and then uh, everybody, people were like, oh, I bet there's going to be Warcraft 4. And I'm like, no. they just put out a World of Warcraft expansion are you dense? It, it would set them up for another. It would set them up for the future, though. I think if if uh, if there was any actual new full game announced, Warcraft Four was the most likely one. I agree, but that was um, not still. I mean, it's more likely than anything yeah. else. But it's still it, not. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it, it would have been nice to set sense, up something though. for it, the future. Right? Yeah, yeah. Blizzard ever been that prompt about stuff? I mean, usually they announce yeah, stuff like true. way ahead of time. Well, I mean. To, but when are their releases that close? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. That no, I see, yeah, I see what you're saying. And yeah, when, that, that's when kind of like, was... When have they released something and then they're like, here's something related to that thing coming out real yeah, soon exactly. or even five years down the line? That's kind of what I was talking about. so perfect right now, though, because it would fix a lot of the issues with the lore they have. Because what they need to do, in all honesty, to fix everything is redo Warcraft 1, 2, and 3 to align with the, all the changes they made in the lore. And then release a fourth one to align with what they're doing now. That's not going to happen. Which is... I know, but I'm just saying that would be the smart thing to do because right now it's kind of like they're on this path and it's like, I don't know, it, it's just a fucking burning car. I guess for me it's just that Blizzard, I feel like Blizzard is returning to form 
like they've been putting out some really good products lately. They've been doing a much better job. Yeah. I like a lot of parts of World of Warcraft. Unfortunately, shit like the daily stuff completely ruins the game for me. It Just ruins every game, other good thing that the game has done, and I don't want to play it. Uh, Diablo 3, it's a good game, but it's old, and it needs to be freshened up pretty hard if they're going to keep riding it out. Necromancer class, class DLC, maybe that'll do it. I don't know. Uh, the new season stuff, it, I've got to take like a six-month break after every season of that game. It just doesn't change things up enough. It's still go grind, torment rifts, torment yep. 12. That is literally rifts. the only thing to do once you're at max level, which is really and unfortunate. That's that's pretty unfortunate, yeah. It's a very good way of putting it. And so, uh, what else? Um, Overwatch, I feel, is really good. I They didn't announce much with it, which isn't mm-hmm. surprising because the, it's in a pretty good spot right now. Yeah, they I agree. The Overwatch I think that's the only game we I expected them to do more... Um lore content like videos like so, some sort of like announcement of like an animated series or something to kind of align with with what they've been doing but cause the lore is not done at all with that game there's nothing it's just kind of what you see with the characters in game yeah, yeah. and sort of their shorts like that's it though and everybody really wants that they really want everybody to understand wants what it. this world is everybody yeah. is like oh my god it's so good i can't wait for more and blizzard is just like yeah uh, about that uh, yeah. we'll get back to you I was expecting something, an announcement of a book, like, you know what I mean? Like, the Chronicles books for WoW are are getting so much hype right now, because they're really good. They're really good. The The Chronicles are the stuff that are talking about a lot of the lore that's going on with Legion, right? Um, Yes, well, the the most recent one that came out was from the very beginning, so it explained the entire, like, creation of the Cosmos and kind of... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I had somebody in my shadow out back, I think we've actually talked about this on the podcast, about, like, why Sargeras is sort of an anti-hero. Yes, that's yeah. what everybody's expecting for a finale, and I expect the same, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's what the next expansion will be, or Warcraft Well, he's, he's or, in the next raid. He's in the next raid. Oh, Sargeras really? Is. Yes. Huh. You, you then kill, I wonder what the other Jane's the last boss, be. and then um, he, so there is a model of Sargeras in the game huh. as of next patch. So he either shows up, and you probably fight him, and then he's like, hey, let's team up. I'm out of here. Yeah. His model is in-game, so I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Or like a mention of him, rather. Yeah. BlizzCon, is that, are we good on BlizzCon? Yeah, I've been talking yes. about it for the last two days. So. Okay. <laughs> the only other things the only other <laughs> things I've got are that the NES Classic, the little uh, miniature Nintendo with the 30 games on it, comes yeah. out. It's coming out this coming Friday, November 11th. I'm ordering one. Along... I'm, I'm ordering it for my dad. I'm oh, like... are you really? Uh-huh. That's pretty for cool. For Christmas. That's fun. They also are... Nintendo is going to open up the Nintendo Power line for that weekend. Um, Friday through Sunday. You know, like Nintendo Power, you can call and get like hints on games oh. and stuff. Apparently, they're just going to have like pre-recorded messages, though. But it said from Friday that Friday through that Sunday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., you can call the old Nintendo Power line, and it'll just have a recording giving you hints on games. Number is 425-885-7529. Saving it on my phone now. And then the only other thing is now this is just a rumor, but so I don't, you know, who knows what's actually going on, but I thought it would be regardless of whether it's true or not. It'd be interesting to talk about for a minute. Uh, there was this post on Reddit the uh, yesterday that says CD project may be preparing to defend against a hostile takeover. So CD project red is the company that, makes oh, um, and Witcher, Witcher and Gog. They yes. won they won game developer of the year last year too. Yeah. And like Blake said, they own the Witcher franchise, <laughs> they own Gog. 
Pretty big company. Oh, I didn't know they owned GOG, actually. I actually yes. did yeah. not know that. Same guys. Oh, wow. It looks like there's a possibility that they're either uh, pre- preparing to defend against a hostile takeover or just prepare for the possible event of a hostile takeover. These now, are the points. what does a hostile what does that takeover mean, mean in Th- business yeah. terms? That is in... That's, that is, I'm sorry. So that's when... It's when somebody buys 51% of a company's stock. Oh, Christ. So they, okay. become, so they become the new owner of the company and make all the decisions from now on. They Dude, don't know. It's going to be some big company, isn't it? Now, this is just speculation. The reason people think that this may be happening is because... Uh, so I'm just going to read the Reddit post. This is this is a Reddit post by, in r slash games by Bosky, B-O-S-K-E-E. It says, CD, CD Project Red has called for the extraordinary general meeting of shareholders to be held on November 29th. According to the schedule, there are three points that will be covered. One, vote on whether or not to allow the company to buy back part of its shares for uh, $64 million U.S. dollars. So, Holy in shit. other words, the, so the way that ties in is they're buying back their own shares, so they own a larger percentage of the company. I didn't know they were a public company. That's interesting. I didn't know that either. Uh, they're in Poland, though, so I, I guess they're they're probably oh really I didn't know that purely oh, traded in Poland. And and again, hostile takeover laws may be a little bit different in Poland as well. You know, there may be certain laws that make it harder or easier or whatnot. But sure, at, its, at its base meaning, hostile takeover is we're buying fifty one percent of your stock. There's nothing you can do about it now. We own your company. So uh, did they? Oh, okay. If they're Keep buying if they're buying back their own stock, that means they're trying to kind of hoard it for themselves to make it harder for somebody else to get that stuff. Well, and, more so because they want to control the direction of their company. That that. Well, it all that goes hand in hand. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, number two, vote on whether to merge CD Projekt Brands, a uh, fully owned subsidiary that holds trademarks to the Witcher and Cyberpunk games, into the holding company. So basically, bring it all together uh, and make it uh, basically bigger as opposed to having it more piecemeal. And then number three, vote on the change of the company's statute, which would basically be an opportunity for them to put in policies that says like if somebody else buys this many uh shares of stock then this thing happens that makes it harder for them to come into control of the company jesus that's a that's a big deal yes that's a pretty big deal uh and that's all the the information that's that's damn i want to know who it is yeah that's what everybody's saying everybody's like speculating and really there's no way of what are people speculating as the number one very top comment i wonder if it's ea or vivendi Oh, God, please, no. My first thought was VEA, yeah, and I was like, that was my first God, thought. No. But, like, God, no. it's really just wild speculation at this point. Because right now, we don't even know if that's really what they're doing. They may just be preparing. They may just be thinking ahead and be like, hey, guys, this could happen. Let's let's see what we can do, you know, to prepare against this. Jesus, of course, that makes yeah. me so uncomfortable. it could mean somebody's trying to do something. But, yeah, that was – what do you guys think about this? Because, again, that, that's – I brought it up saying – whether or not this is, you know, this may may not be anything, but if it is true, I was thinking about it. I was like, I really don't want GOG to go away. <laughs> I don't think GOG would go away. I just think it would be. Well, I don't want GOG. Okay, I don't want GOG to okay, change. Sorry. You don't want GOG to go shit. Right, yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah, which yeah, is exactly what. Oh, God, dude. Oh, oh, please, no. I hate this. This is this is the problem, as we were just talking about with fucking Blizzard. I mean, EA is the same goddamn cancer. Oh, I mean, depending on who it is, even so, like. A big company that I like. I mean, and it could be somebody that... It could be a company that's not even in the gaming realm yet. You know, it could be anything. Yeah, I guess. But that'd be really unlikely. I, I imagine it would be one of the big dogs. I mean... So... Oh, God. <laughs> we're all behind so you, CD Projekt Red. We're rooting for you. I'll Please I, survive. Donate to CD Projekt Red so they can buy back their stock. Let's buy more stocks than them. We need to start a Kickstarter. 
to uh for CD Projekt Red to help out. Oh Jesus! Sucks. So uh, that's pretty much all I have to say. That's pretty much all I've got. Unless you is it happening Tuesday, so we can align everything on Tuesday? It's happening. The meeting is happening November 29th. Okay, so that's not for a while. Okay. Yeah, it's not for a little well, while. Good luck, man. I, I wish I hope them best. Holy shit, that would suck. By the way, the um, I'm done with news. So the uh, the little Easter egg that I was telling you about. Yeah. Click on the spaceship. I was like looking at that. I'm like, maybe it's the spaceship. But hold on. Come on. How does it take you this long? Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that cute? <laughs> Isn't that cute? That is cute. You're cute. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about games. Unless there's any more news to talk about. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of news. I feel like there was something. Uh, there's um, a- Doctor Strange came out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was anything else, to be honest. I think that was kind of... The- well, if you all think of something, feel free to bring it up. We're easy going like that here on the Classic Gaming Podcast. Easy like, never mind. Uh, who wants to go first on games? Oh, I guess there was the release of Call of Duty Modern uh, Warfare. Uh, Infinite Warfare. That's, that's, fun, that's, yeah. is that, is Infinite are... Warfare the remake or is that the new I one? I think that's the overall thing and then it has that in it. Wait, uh, what? there's a remake of Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah Modern Warfare. Ones. Modern Warfare 1. Call of Duty what? 4, Modern Warfare. How did I not hear about this? Yeah, really. There. How did you not? It was announced at E3. It's sort it's, of. It's bigger, than just, the, it's bigger than the title they released. I probably just heard <laughs> Call of Duty and like blocked it out of my head because yeah, I figured it was probably. another Call, just another Call of Duty game. Okay, well, that's fun. I mean, it's work? an HD remake of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare. If you liked Modern Warfare, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't heard any major complaints or anything. <laughs> I, I okay. saw something really All funny. Right. Some some kid like bought it and he was like trying to play online and he has like a, a more like rare console like one of the older consoles and he logged on and there were two people online he was one of two people online oh, like with the actual <laughs> original one yeah yeah <laughs> oh man pretty funny that's pretty good i bet they had a fun time they, they sat in queue <laughs> <laughs> all right time to move on to video games blake is out of video games this time around because he's yeah, first ever. you can go first ever you can go first yeah, i'll go first I'll go first. Um, I played Astian X. We played the same game. No. No. Okay. <laughs> you believe them. <laughs> you gullible shit. Well, I, the way you said uh, it sounded like so like, holy shit, I course, can't believe that's this That's how you have to say it to make someone say, believe have you. Have you met me, Robert? I uh, know. <laughs> so I played Astian X. This is a Nintendo game going all the way back to, the, to 1990. And... Um, I had never played SDNX before. It always looked really cool to me, though. So basically, it's a it's a side scrolling. It's it's very similar to well, it's pretty similar to Castlevania in some ways. It's a side scrolling hack and slash type game. You're this dude walking around with an X. There's actually more backstory to this one than there are to most basic kind of action platformer Nintendo games. You're this high school kid whose name is SDNX. And some fairy comes and pulls you into another world to save the princess of this other world from some guy who also looks like a teenager but with horns. And he's also got a guy working for him who looks like Skeletor if Skeletor was a pharaoh. And <laughs> Jesus. You're, and, but you're the, a bigger fairy? Dude, the intro to this game is five minutes long. It's what? It's totally, totally unnecessary. But like, I, I, like the, I like that they put the effort into it. 
like the story's crap as, as I'm sure you can imagine it has it's totally inconsequential but like I kind of like just that they went through the effort of like hey let's give this a story let's do a five minute intro sequence like you don't have to watch the whole thing uh you know obviously just hit start to skip it but that was really kind of amusing to me gameplay wise it's a, it's a fairly standard side-scrolling action platformer once again it's it's kind of like a castlevania sort of theme where you're a guy you don't have a whip you have an axe and like your your guy looks like especially for a high schooler he looks like this huge buff dude and you're walking around with your axe that was me in high school hacking at bad guys jumping on platforms of course getting knocked back whenever a bad guy hits you trying to platform and having like dudes uh, like bad guys literally come out of the surface that you're jumping onto when you're platforming, which is kind of annoying. And you're just walking through, getting to the end of the level, killing bad guys, fighting a boss at the end of the level, going on to the next level. Um, you know, again, pretty standard formula. The visual design is really, I really like the visual design and that's what always drew me to this game because like the sprites are all, a good bit bigger like i wouldn't say twice as big but the sprites are a lot bigger than you usually get in nintendo games they kind of remind it kind of reminded me like it looks like a nintendo game but with like genesis sega genesis size sprites i feel like on genesis a lot of the characters and bad guys and stuff are always bigger compared to like the rest of the screen that's kind of how this game is so they have a chance to give everything a little bit more detail like your guy looks really cool a lot of the bosses look really awesome we actually talked about this at one point on the podcast a while back. I think it was when we did the, uh, like best visual design in Nintendo game. This was like my number three or something because mostly because of the bosses, they look really cool in this game. And that I remember just seeing pictures of the bosses and I was always like, I really want to play this, but I never got around to it. So that's all good, but the game has some pretty big problems. So the, again, as I said, the visual design is really cool. Your guys are, your guys big. He looks powerful. Most of the enemies look good. The bosses look really good. But what ruins it, especially given the size of all the characters, are the hitboxes, which are atrocious. Your hitbox is way too big. And so enemies will hit you, like, without, like, really even coming all... Like, they'll, like as long as they come kind of close, you're getting hit. You also have to attack, th- like even your weapons hitbox too. When you attack things, you have to hit them to where your weapon doesn't really quite hit them for it to register as an attack. Otherwise, you get hit because like you're too close and the enemy is like walking towards you or something and hits you. So like the way, like if you time out your swing, you know, he's got this axe and you can get other, there's like two other weapons you can get, but it doesn't make a huge difference. When you swing your axe... But you, axe is in the name of the game. You have to use it. <laughs> you can spell axe. Yeah, you can spell axe with the with asking the axe. That's true. Um, he does, like, so when you swing your axe, he like, obviously swings his arm forward, and the axe is kind of like at a 45-degree angle. You really have to time it significantly ahead of where you think it needs to be to hit the bad guys. So that's really annoying. And then you'll be like standing close to an edge. And like on some levels, there's like... When you're platforming, there's water in beneath the platforms. Of course, if you fall in the water, you die. But there's also like f- like uh, like fishmen jumping up like straight up out of the water and going back down, jumping up, going back down. If you're standing close to the edge and they just jump straight up out of the water, they hit you. It sucks. 
The hitboxes suck in this game. They're terrible. Uh, unfortunately, there's lots of stuff going on, typically all at once. Uh, also sort of like Castlevania. Like, you'll have things flying across the screen. You'll have, like, a bigger thing, like, flying zigzag across the screen. Then you'll also have a skeleton, like, jumping at you, trying to hit you with a sword all at the same time. And it's so hard, it's impossible to dodge everything because there's so much stuff on the screen and your character is so huge and his hitbox is even huger that it makes it impossible to dodge this stuff. So, so wait, how does your health point work? Is it like a bar? Is it like yeah, a, it's like a, a health number? bar. It's, okay. it's, they, I will say they do give you a, a fairly generous health bar, but like by the time you get to the end of the level and then you have to fight a boss without refilling on health, it's... It's ridiculous. And then, like, some of the okay. boss fights, like, there was this one boss fight. I think it was, like, the fourth or fifth level. There there are six levels. I didn't beat the game. I got to the fifth level. But there's this one there's this one boss where he makes these three little, like, things come down from the sky. Kind of like little, like, shooting stars, I guess is the best way I can describe them. They come down from the sky, and if one of them hits you, it hits you. But they come down at, like, a 45-degree angle. And so, like, it's really hard to dodge them, again, given how big your hitbox is. And how big your guy is. If you strike him at just the right time, they'll go away. But then you don't really have enough time to like get up to the guy and hit him before he makes those things come down and fly from the sky again. So it's it's so hard. Like if you try dodging him, you like you're like you might as well just stand there and let him hit you because it's so hard to dodge given how like, you know, once again, how big everything is. Um th- there is one unique mechanic to it. Uh it, when you Wait in between attacks, then it makes your attacks stronger. You have this little, like... Energy, Interesting. Yeah, when you have this little energy bar, when you swing your axe, the energy bar goes down. And then if you swing it again right away, you can swing it as fast as you want, but it's less powerful on each subsequent swing. If you wait for it to to, uh, to fill so back up... if you up, spam it, you do very little damage, but you hit really quick. Yeah, exactly. Is there any strategy to hitting really quick and doing weaker power attacks, or does it not matter at all? I couldn't really tell if it mattered enough to, to really wait. Uh, it does make you kind of be careful. Like you don't just run and swing and you want your, you want at least your first hit to be, you know, on full power. But then a lot of the time for me, it seemed like if I was up on top of a guy, I would just keep hitting him and not worry about if I was doing full damage, because as long as I'm sitting there hitting him, I'm doing damage. And on some of the bosses, sometimes you can get them stuck in a corner and, that's like that's that's fantastic if you can make that happen. If you can get them stuck in a corner and you just keep you just hitting sit them, there and smash them. Yeah, yeah, you just sit there and smash Kinda them. Kind of stun them. Yeah, exactly. And they get stuck in a loop and they can't do anything about it. So it's a cool idea, but it doesn't really they don't it doesn't really come it doesn't it's not very useful as far as a game mechanic. And then just besides that, you have you have a spell power. You have a spell that like basically blasts everything on screen and does tons of damage. Uh, you can, you know, use that. In well, sounds like an R-type. You can use that. Yeah, <laughs> like something like that. You can use uh, you can use it a limited number of times on each level. Uh, and then the levels. That's kind of cool because you got to plan them out a little bit. Yeah, you got to plan them out. Usually the best idea is to save them for uh, the boss unless, like, there's gotcha. just a part where there's, like, again, if you're at one of those parts where there's, like, a million bad guys flying around all, all over the place and it's impossible to dodge them all and you don't want to take damage. That's really all I have to say about it. The levels are a little bit repetitive. They're not too bad. Oh, the music? The music's pretty good. It, 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 it's, it's not, like, awesome, but I did notice. I was like, this okay, this is good music. I, I'm, I'm down with this one. So, oh. overall, it wasn't really good. Um, How many hours did you say you play? Two. 
Okay, so that's I played mine a little bit longer than that, but yeah. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. I wouldn't really I don't really I would nothing really hooked me on it. It was more frustrating than fun. So there's okay. Ast, there's Asty next. That's all I got. All right, let me pull up the Wikipedia. I'm trying to keep this one under four hours, uh, if possible. So I played uh, an NES game as well. Um, I played Kid Icarus, which came out in 1986. Holy shit. See, my buddy is two and a half hours. Okay. Um, So this is a platformer for Nintendo. uh, The regular Nintendo came out in 1986. There's been a couple of variations since then. And I played this when I was younger as well, but I didn't really get very far into it because I got a little frustrated with it. So for the first Yeah, I thought um, you had played level... this for the podcast like a while back. Did I? I think I might have. I think so. Oh, man. I feel stupid. Because I had never played it. Well, no, I think it was a long time ago because I had never I've never played it, but I thought I remembered you saying like, oh, man, this game's so hard. It was, yeah, that's actually kind of what I was going to talk about as well. It's fun. I actually got pretty far into it this time. Um, I think you're right, actually. I think I did play this before. That's cool. Well, I have a lot more to say this time. That's, okay. That's um, <laughs> Go for it. So, uh, so I'll, I'll figure something out for next time then. Anyways. Yeah, just fucking. When you were talking about it, I was thinking of Rygar the whole time. Have you ever played Rygar? Oh, uh, no, I haven't played Rygar. game? Okay. Anyways. I've heard so of Kid it. Icarus is a platformer game. It came out in 1986 for the regular Nintendo system. Uh, the first level of the game, you are vertically, uh, climbing platforms and then it kind of, it changes as you progress through the game. Sometimes you're going vertical, other times you're going horizontal. Uh, last time I played, I didn't actually complete the first entire chapter. It's four segments. And then you get to go to the second chapter of the game, which is uh, horizontal. Oh, okay. So the, the main, main idea of the game is you are, um, I guess you look like Cupid, essentially. You're playing as a character named Pit, um, who's been featured in Super Smash Brothers. So if you've ever seen him in Super Smash Brothers. Um, but you pretty much look like Cupid. You have a, a bow and arrow that shoots hearts. Um, and so the this primary is a mechanics... bit off of Super Smash Brothers. No. He was in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Troll me. Uh, so it's a platformer got game. Got him. The basic... Yeah, you got me. Uh, the basic mechanics of the game are obviously you have the ability to jump. Um, <laughs> that was the most sympathetic. Yeah, you got me. Like, good boy. Well, what, do you, what, what do you want to say there, Robert? Good, didn't really... It was like, good job, champ. <laughs> Robert trying to trying to get everybody. Um, but uh, the the idea, the basic mechanics of the game are you have um, you have a ranged ability, which is obviously your, your bow, um, and you can shoot either up or left or right. And then the second mechanic is obviously jumping because you need to get the different platforms. Uh, the idea of the game is you obviously have a life bar. If your life bar gets low, you die. And then the second uh, thing is you collect a currency that is hearts, which kind of confused me at first because I thought I was thinking, I don't know why, that the, the hearts you were collecting. I'm like, man, I'm never going to die because I just kept getting these hearts. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to die because, like, you know, in most games when you collect the heart, that's your health bar. But no, it's actually the currency of the game that you used to buy items. Oh, that's kind of like uh, Castlevania. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Kind of throws it kind of throws you for a loop, um, based on you know the norm of everything else. Right. Um, so the let's talk about the the music and graphics. So the graphics, it's it's very interesting. The music is very similar to Zelda. It is really kind of creepy. It has the same like, it has very similar sounds to Zelda. There were a lot of times when I was listening to the soundtracks that I was like, this sounds very similar to the Zelda soundtrack. And I, I like as I progressed through the game, when I got to one of the bosses, it reminded me of Ganon's music of the original Zelda. <laughs> so I was I was kind of noticing a lot of similarities. And then the graphics are 
It almost feels like a Metroid knockoff with a <laughs> the, the Kid Icarus character. I can in see it. that. Yeah. Hold on one second. Um. So that was the. So like I said, the the music very similar to Zelda. The graphics very similar to Metroid. And then the the bad guys for the most part are just kind of. They almost feel like placeholders. They're just kind of very generic monsters. There's like these floating eyeballs. Um, there's some other like real minor creatures that I actually really couldn't identify. They kind of looked like like dildos with legs. Like, they're just nice. kind of like these, yeah, kind of teal, dark teal creatures. Uh, but then there was these death looking creatures that were kind of interesting. So they, I, I when I first saw them, I was like, okay, I feel like this thing's gonna be tough. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and kite it, or I'm just gonna like hit it and make sure that when it comes after me, I can jump to a separate platform. So what I did is I got to a platform uh, one level lower than him. And I got up against the edge of his platform, and I jumped and shot him in the back a bunch of times, and then dropped down, and then jumped, and I did like four or five times until he died. I think he had like ten or twelve hit points. And I was like, okay, that was easy. And he dropped a lot of hearts, and the hearts again are currency, and getting a lot of hearts allows you to buy items to increase your health pool, to refill your health pool, um, and a couple other assorted things. Then one platform, I had to go to where he was because uh, one of the other mechanics of the game is when you walk off the screen to the right, you come onto the screen to the left. If that makes sense. So yeah, if you yeah, go over to the right, you loops appear, around. Exactly. So there are certain, that's kind of the, the puzzle of the game, if you will. There's times when you have to use that mechanic in order to progress through the game. And so what was really funny is that I came into a platform with him and I shit you not, I scared the shit out of myself. The <laughs> monster pulls off his hood because he looks like death and he has a scythe and he pulls off his hood and he runs at you and he makes this really weird noise and it, this weird kind of eerie music plays. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And he just like kind of runs at you with this scythe and it's like, oh shit. Very poor graphics, but still scared the ever-living shit out of me. Uh-huh. And it was it was really funny. Like you, you want to talk about getting people? This game got me good. Like I, it was <laughs> kind of one of those things. I was like, holy shit! I was kind of taken back by. Um, so that was kind of the, the the high point of the game. Honestly, that that made me laugh really hard, and I was kind of enjoying it. Awesome. Uh, the rest of the game was just kind of repetitive. Or sorry, the rest of the first chapter was very repetitive. Same mobs. Game really didn't get too much more difficult. Um, there were a couple of minor puzzle rooms where you kind of go into these rooms and you have a certain amount of time hey, before hey, the sentence. treasure. I'm sorry. What was that? Back up like two sentences. I just totally cut you off when I was pulling up. Uh, my oh, music. you paused the. No, I was pulling up music to get ready for the top three in it. I totally just played it. Oh, you're such a jackass. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck boy. Yeah, this is, this is our host, ladies and gentlemen. I just gave away my number three. Oh, gee, you can always cut it's that to out. To them? No. No, no I you can't... don't get to play your music. Huh? You don't get to play the songs for your music. No, I'm playing everybody's. Well, you don't know ours. No, I know. When ours. you tell me, I'm going to type it into YouTube. So, anyways, um, the game is very repetitive from that point. It, you're essentially just jumping through platforms, fighting the same mobs for the most part. And then there are these, like, side sort of um, side chick puzzle rooms where you you go into these rooms and you have a certain amount of time before the items disappear so you have to select which items you want in this in the certain amount of time you have it's a really kind of dumb mechanic and it was just kind of like what the first time i walked in there i didn't get anything the second time i walked in there i sort of figured it out and i was like oh okay but the mechanic overall was just kind of whatever and yeah anyway so you you kind of move on from there and you just keep climbing the the ladder of platforms and then you get to the first boss and kind of like what you were talking about with your game robert i sort of just found a bug spot for the boss yeah. and i just unloaded on him i just sat there and just hit him and hit him and hit him and he never hit me once 100 to zero <laughs> and it was like okay i was like that was really such such four levels to get through to get to this boss <laughs> it lasted like 30 seconds like 
I feel like a girl on my my prom night just completely fucking well, let down with everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I got you. Anyways, um, that ended up, that ended up uh, much less lewd than I expected it to. That was good. That was a good one. I'm trying to be tame. Trying to be tame. We're family friends. Uh, but yeah, so so the the then I got to the second chapter and it started going horizontal and I was like, oh, oh now you're getting to it. <laughs> And I was like, kind of taken back by. It. I was like, oh, I I didn't really know that this game did this. And I was like, okay. And so I I did the first chapter of it, and there were some new bad guys, and the music changed. It was more upbeat, and it was kind of nice. But it was just kind of like whatever. It, it didn't keep me interested um, completing the first chapter of the game, so I stopped playing at that point. Um, but it was pretty okay. It's a, it's a platformer. Music was pretty good. Like I said, very similar to Zelda. So there were those high parts in the, in the um, tracks that in the track that kind of gets you kind of get you motivated to keep playing oh yeah get you all that was kind of nice um graphics were okay and yeah i mean i yeah it was okay wasn't wasn't anything special didn't, i didn't want to play something super in depth since i talked about anamusha for an hour last time so <laughs> you, you didn't uh get very you didn't like be the game or anything no i got through the first chapter i think there are i think there are three chapters um from what i was reading See, so that was my second problem I ranted for about 13 hours about Final Fantasy 13 that I didn't want to have anything to say this time. That's funny, actually. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean... No, it's... I prefer to keep it under three hours and 40 minutes, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I didn't have a problem with it either. Yeah, um... Wouldn't recommend to a friend. It was okay. It's a decent platformer. There's definitely better platformers to play for the classic genre. I'm sure you guys could both recommend things that are way better than Kid Icarus. So you didn't have, like, a but, ton um... of fun with it? Nah, right. not really. It okay. was it was one of those games where I kind of was like, all right, I'll just play it for you know. I think I spent about two to two and a half hours playing, so okay. about, about the same time you did. And yeah, I, I yeah, it's okay. Anamusha was definitely better. I hear you. Yeah, Anamusha sounded pretty badass. <laughs> On a scale of one to Anamusha, I'd give it like a, a four, four, five. Forty percent as good as Anamusha. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, as we noted. Blake didn't have a chance this time to get to any classic games. He's going to save his game for the current gaming subcast. Is there anything you're looking to forward to playing? Maybe talk about something. Uh, give us a give us some a hype video into your teaser? next game, Blake. A teaser? Oh, yeah, a teaser. Blake's... You want to give us some nipple teasers? What you? They, why, yeah, why don't you tease us on something, Blake? Give us some nipple rings, Blake. Are you there? Yeah, oh, sorry, I, I you guys lagging. were just talking over and over, so I thought I'd <laughs> just wait it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> never going to end. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to be doing, um, I'm starting up, I, I finished, uh, Final Fantasy 13 2 right before the podcast today, but I don't want to talk about that on here. I'm going to touch on it briefly in the, uh, in the current gaming subcast and next podcast, uh, I will be talking about Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Okay. I'm going to be doing a one sit of that in about a week or a week You and are half. done with the Final Fantasy count up, correct? Or countdown? Um, more or less. Okay. We, we were originally... It never ends, Jay. Well, <laughs> the He's game originally cycles. was going to come out on, uh, September 20, or September 30th. September 30th? And so that's when our count-up was supposed to end. So at this point, I've played through all of the main series. Uh, next Saturday, I'm going to be doing Final Fantasy fourteen with a few guys also in the podcast. Which one's fourteen? Oh, MMO. What? Oh, right. Sorry. I, I, I just mixed up the numbers a lot. Fuck you, Robin. That's what I was asking. Um, and then on Monday, I'm going to be starting up the end of the Final Fantasy Thirteen trilogy, Lightning Returns. Uh, once I actually finish up Lightning Returns, I'm going to be doing... 
that's the next day after I finish Lightning Returns is when I'm going to be starting up Mystic Quest. After Mystic Quest, oh, I hit a you're sub- gonna play Mystic Quest. Had oh you- Jesus, that's gonna be a thirty-minute hell. Here's a oh, guy that you. doesn't pay attention. <laughs> and then after Mystic Quest, oh, I didn't hear you. What? You, wait, what did you actually say about it? No, he said, said that's that what I was gonna play it like, three <laughs> times. I said I was. Well, I know, but it didn't register until a couple seconds. Wait, uh-huh. so you're actually gonna play through Mystic Quest? Oh, holy fuck, dude! Wait, what game are you playing next time, Blake? Uh, on my next. Probably no for the for the podcast. What's your next game? Oh, Mystic Quest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I'm, it was a joke. Mystic Quest. All right. Jeez, Rob, do you pay attention, Robert? Jesus he, Christ. he hasn't been able to keep up, so I figured maybe you couldn't either. Robert. <laughs> I don't know. I don't assume things with you two. Um. Anyway, <laughs> after Mystic Quest, I'm gonna be doing Final Fantasy X's Dark Aeons and the Penance fight. Ooh, and that'll hey, be interesting. Did you ever play? Dark, ha- have you seen how our Dark Aeons is? I've already farmed up most of the stats I'm going to need for it. It's Jesus, dude. I, I, I was, like, watching videos of it. Those, like... It's, those they're stupid so fights. Basically, you farm yeah. up max stats and then go in there and you win. And pray. <laughs> did you ever play... Did you play 10-2 for the count-up? Not yet, but after I finish the Dark Aeons and Penance, I'm going to fit in Final So you're leaving the worst for last is what you're telling me. Pretty much, yeah. Is no, the gameplay of the game's pretty fun. Just the storyline's garbage. Right, yeah. Which one's better, 10-2 or 13? 13-1 or 13-2? 1. I'd probably say 13. You think 13 is better? Really? I, I don't know. It, it's a close call. Like, the gameplay in 10 2 is pretty fun, honestly. Hmm. I, I don't know. Actually, nah. The storyline's just so bad, though, and it butchers <laughs> a great story. Whereas 13 is not. It, it's a bad story, but it's, you know, your expectations aren't there. Okay. That's a tough one, man. I don't know. I'd probably just commit suicide at that point, honestly. I think that's the, the more. Easier decision there. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think, Blake? You didn't answer. You just kind of... I haven't played 10-2 yet. Oh, you oh never? Played it? Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Oh, this should be exciting, then. Oh, God! I feel so bad for you! You're going to play Mystic Quest and 10-2? <laughs> oh, no. What, did you hate yourself? Jesus. A little bit. Oh, my... I mean, Mystic Quest is, is mash X for, you know, two hours and the game ends... 10-2 is, you have to listen to that awful dialogue and that intro from hell. Oh. And, oh, God. Oh. 13-2's <laughs> story was pretty bad, too. Oh, was it really? I was. Oh, I had it gets shitty. I'll talk about that, yeah. yeah. We'll get there. Damn, that sucks. God, it's a <laughs> shitty month for you. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, it'll all be better. I get to play Final Fantasy 15, so that's cool. Yeah. I wonder, I'm really interested to find out how, how good it is. Ooh, I'm so sorry, Blake. <laughs> well, thanks for that. I, I I'll, I'll have to watch. Uh, I need to follow you on Twitch so I can know when you're going live. This is crazy. We're it's not even we're not even an hour in yet, or like we're about an hour in. Well, stop talking about the time. I can't get over it. This is Anyways, so weird. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? Or you guys want to move on to top threes? I think I think I'm just kind of mourning Blake right now. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good to move on. All right. Top three, 8-bit. <clears throat> let me try this again. Oh, let me pull up my top, my list because I have a lot. I want to figure out. Top three, 8-bit music <sighs> tracks in video games. Like, I have some expectations for you here, and you better not let me down on this one. So we did. There are so many good songs. Let's I know. do one there thing. There are way too many, dude. Let's do one thing here. Let's eliminate Mega Man 2's Dr. Wily stage music. I think if there's any gimme here. That was on here... Every, every list on the internet. Yeah, I'm not oh, really? surprised. So funny. <laughs> so funny. 
We did do best video game music a while back. This time we decided to kind of revisit that idea, but but stick strictly to like 8-bit style or potentially 16-bit if it's kind of, you know, sounds like 8-bit. So, uh, so that's our top three this time. Blake, you want to go first oh, since you didn't get to talk about? Jesus, this is hard. I, yeah, I don't know where I want my list to be. That's my problem. I have like 10 songs. Were you on one of us to go first then? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, paste them to me in Skype and I'll play like a quick List? sample. Like pull up, if you can pull it up on YouTube. Yeah, that's not happening. That's all you. No. The fucker. Hey, this is why oh. you're the host, bro. All right. What's your number three, Jay? I'll pull it up on. Oh, th- oh you're typing something. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> go ahead and go ahead and start talking about it. All right, so my number three is from Super Mario Brothers 1, the underwater music. That is not what you... Oh, that's your number three. Oh, I'm sorry. Up, I had upside down. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Up the way around. Sorry. Okay, so that's your number three. Yes, sorry. Let me, I'll fix the list for you. Um, God, this is tough. That one's all right. Dude, that's a great one. Get out of here. There's a lot of really good ones, though. That's what I was saying. I have, I have expectations from, from Blake here. Blake's on. I'm not even going to worry about playing this one because everybody knows what it sounds like. Or should, do you all want me to play it? Excuse me. Do 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 Thank you, Blake. Yeah, that was actually really good. Yeah, that was boner now. You want to say anything about it, Jay? No, it's just great music. Are you kidding me? Okay. I don't think you need to say anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't okay. Know. Number okay. my number three then is the one that I accidentally played like one se- second clip of a few seconds ago. I'm gonna go with Mappy Land. Do, gonna, I, do I know this one? Um, here I'll paste it to you guys. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play a clip right now. You you won't be able to hear it on my end. <clears throat> okay. All right. I I'm going to pretend that I'm happy. I, I didn't. Uh, wow. Let it get like 10 seconds in at least. I've heard this before, but I. Yeah. It, you don't good. like that? I just expected. No, Blake said he didn't. Oh, I'm not listening. I was looking. I'm doing my list still, man. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you, you said I'm going to pretend no, I like yeah, it. No, yeah, pretend I like the way that my list I is you were... set up. Jesus! Oh, oh my okay, god, that okay. is actually really confusing. I, I thought was the like, same hey. thing Robert did, oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't talk shit about Mappy Land. It's got good music. Anyway, I remember the first time I heard Mappy. I actually remember, like, that was, like, what got me. I was, I think, it, I want to say it was an, on an arcade machine, um, as opposed to, like, the Nintendo version. I heard how, it. How I much, like, played, how good is, that game? is, like, hearing stuff, like, in the actual arcade, like, in comparison to just the, it's actually <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's my number three, Mappy Land. Just so, like, bouncy and fun and, and like, Nintendo slash arcade you know? All right. All right, what we my got number, for number three. three, Blake? Oh! <laughs> you stole my number two. Okay, I was expecting this one. Is, uh, I, it, I, this is another one that's almost a total gimme, and apparently it kind of goes oh. in, yeah. Uh, this is DuckTales, The yep. Moon. All right, I'm gonna play. Uh, Ducktales, the video game itself, is like a two-minute game. You can beat it in no time at all. Uh, fun game, even still. 
and especially if you watched DuckTales growing up, which I assume we all did. Okay. And The Moon is probably the best song on the soundtrack, but there's also a lot of... the whole. Honestly, the whole soundtrack for the DuckTales game is really good. All right, I'm going to play it for a second. Yeah, I remember, like, the first time I, I, like, there's another one. I actually remember the first time I heard that, and I was like, wow, this is really good music. It's kind of annoying at first, but then it's, like, slowly catches on. No, it no like the first note of the song point. is kind of annoying. And then it transitions out of it very, very well. Okay. I can see why you would say, I disagree, but I can understand that sentiment. <laughs> You're so funny, Robert. <laughs> What's your number two? Well, I know what your number two is, Jay. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell the number listeners two, what your two, number two the is? The punch-out training music. Uh, the transition from the... Uh, does it happen once or twice in punch-out? Oh, anyways. No, I have no... I, I, haven't, I never, I never oh, really, really played it all that much, actually. Oh, anyways, so uh, yeah. punch-out. I'm sure everybody remembers. Mac in the pink jumpsuit on the bicycle with... Oh, sorry. Is he on the bicycle? He's running. And his, his trainer's on the bicycle. Um, it looks like... Here, I'm going to play it for a second, and I'll see if it shows it on the video. Almost positive he's running in a pink jumpsuit next to his trainer who's on a bike. And that's when you get, uh... It's so, it's so good. Oh, my God. It's just so good. It, it's like... It's hype Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember this now. Yeah, he's running. It's where you're running and chasing... Or, you know, your trainer's yeah. on the bike, and you're running behind him. Oh, great. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I remember getting to that point. Every time I got to the music, it, like, it really gets you, like, pumped for the next series. Like, all right, all right, I got this, I got this. Then you just get shit on by Piston Hod. Like, All right, I'm done. <laughs> awesome. Well, everybody knows what my, what my number oh. two is. I actually couldn't think of. Yes, you do. Because I just told you a second ago. Oh, it's, Blake's. Uh, yeah. It's the one that Blake's still. <clears throat> do you have another one you could but, uh, like, put I in couldn't, there from I, your honorable mention? Um, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll substitute. Let's go with Bubble Bobble. Let me pull it up. This would be like my honorable mention. So like, so my real number two would be DuckTales. Maybe it was a hard, it was a hard uh, choice between number two and one for me to put DuckTales. But I put that at the moon at number two. My honorable mention in number four would have been Bubble Bobble, which is, hold on one second. You're so unprepared, Robert. Yeah, seriously, like what kind of host are you, bro? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Because I have to look up every single person. All right, here we go. Stop it, Zach. My number one be Smash Mouth. Is that it? Hey now. Your ball star. There we go. Bubble Bobble is pretty sick. It's got some pretty sick music. I really gravitate. I guess the moon theme totally kind of contradicts this, but for the most part, I really gravitate toward like the super bouncy, happy, funny sounding music. It's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, like the real, like real classic sounding stuff. <clears throat> it's just that the DuckTales did such an awesome job with the moon theme. Like, God damn it, I wanted to put this one on there. Oh man, whatever, forget it, I'm not looking I'm at it. I'm fine with adding a fourth one to this list, to be honest with you. <laughs> this, this, I, I, when I first started right. this, I thought this was going to be really difficult, and this was one of the easiest lists I've ever done, ever. Like, there were so many. 
so many that I was like, oh, oh, oh I was like, oh my god, difficult because you won't be able to think of any, or yeah, yeah. like I did, yeah. like I was like, oh, because I was trying to think, because it's like, difficult for me because narrowing mind. it down is so hard. Now it is, yeah, that's the harder part for me now. All right, uh, Blake, what's your number two? Or wait, yeah, what's your... Right. Yeah, number two. Are we on two or... <laughs> two, two? Okay. My number two is one of the best sense of adventure songs of all time. It's the opening to The Legend of Zelda. Oh, man. Okay. I was wondering... I thought about maybe doing this one as a... I did, uh, I did as an honorable mention just because... Yeah, yeah, it's too good. I mean, it's so good. It's so good. It's just this sense of like... It, it, it's this huge sense of epicness to it. Yep, that Where is actually it's building a really good you way up to, to it. this huge adventure of you walking around the world. Like I've actually got two Zelda songs on on here. I've also got the Overworld music as well. Both yeah, of them are actually, very that's good. also a really good one as well. Yeah, when you launch Zelda, or I say launch <laughs> like it's playing from an OS. <laughs> when you turn on Zelda, it's like no, like everybody knows that music. It never gets old. They did a, they did a really. What I love about it too is like at, like um, when the intro is running, you're just watching the items scroll across, and like it like kind of shows your progression through the game. She's like, "Oh, I've gotten that item. I've gotten that item. I've gotten that item, but I haven't gotten that one." Oh, like yeah. yeah. It's always fun to like look at all the items that you don't have. Yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. That's a really good one. Awesome, that's a good one. My number is, one. Is it me or you? Did you go first? You can go. Uh, you just go. Rob went first, or I mean, Jay went first. Sorry. That's. I don't mind. Uh, okay, good. You go. Uh, number number go. Go. one is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. The sewer music. Like, do you know? Do you remember this? Mm. You're gonna want to listen to this. I don't as think soon so. as I heard it, I was like, oh, because I knew there was there was a couple tracks in the in that game specifically, but this one was by far the best one. Can you post in chat when you hear it again? Why don't you try finding it? <laughs> I can't. I actually can't oh find it. I typed in. Found it literally one Google. I typed in Ninja Turtles. I literally <laughs> found it in one Google. You mongoloid. <laughs> That's what I get for searching. I, I searched YouTube on YouTube TMT to Stewart Music, and it came up. All right. All right. Here. Here we go. Okay, I recognize this one. Get yeah. out of here, Robert. That's all right with your freaking cheery pussy music. Get out of here. This sounds. Uh, this is very reminiscent of the Batman game music, actually. Oh yeah, it does. Holy shit! Did Konami do both of those? I think. I don't know if they did. Oh the Batman man, I don't know. Game. I want to say. I want to say yeah, they did. Now. I mean, it's not that hard to find. Batman the video game. <laughs> if there was only uh, a way we could figure it out. <laughs> Developers: Sunsoft Inc. No, so yeah, not the same guys, huh? Oh, okay, no, weird. Okay, all right. My number one is Excite Bike. Oh man, you that's guys know good. this one, right? That's a pretty good one. Oh man, I didn't even think of that's, this uh, one. I know you've heard it, but I'll paste it in here. Can you find it? Or do you need me to Google <clears throat> it for you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, man, is so, that is really good, and that's so neat. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is so, that's so funny oh. too. Boing, 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 oh, boing. It's so simple. That's what's so funny about set. it. I know. That's a good one. Oh, that's a really good one. That's not even on my, my uh, honorable mentions. Man, I feel bad. 
Yeah, I'd forgotten about Excite Bike. I looked through some of my Nintendo games and I was like, I've got too many songs as it is. I gotta stop. <laughs> when I was uh when when I got for some reason, I don't know what exactly it was, but when I heard our our podcast our our podcast Can you talk? new intro music when Dim- <laughs> I know not really. When when Dimitri when Dimitri sent me the, the music he made for the podcast. <laughs> And I listened to the uh, the intro music, and I was like, that kind of, for some reason, it kind of vaguely reminded me, or at least made me think really? of Excite Bike. Yeah, and that was kind of where I got this whole That's idea. Funny. And then I went back and listened to it again, and it was like even better than I remembered it being in my head. Yeah, Excite Bike really is one of those like iconic, just really, really good times. <laughs> It's like two seconds yeah, long. Yeah, I saw that was on the, on the list. It's nine seconds. I'm like, what the hell? And then I'm like, oh, it's, it only needs to be nine seconds. It's nine seconds of perfection. <laughs> That's a really good one. Well done. All right. Makes up for the rest right. of the list. Uh, uh, my number three, Jay. or number one. Jesus. Rather. <laughs> shut up. Fuck off. Uh, my number one. The Battle Toads pause music. Dude, I knew th- this is what I was expecting from you. Oh! <laughs> Oh man! This or Turbo Tunnel? <laughs> yeah, I listened to Turbo Tunnel. Is, and I was like, I'll... Turbo Tunnel's good, but it's like a, a big part of it is because it's Turbo Tunnel. Yeah. So when I pulled it up and I was like, yeah, it. Turbo Tunnel's good and all. That's a really good one. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious that somebody made a ten-hour loop. <laughs> it's so many tower loops. It's the funniest shit. It's, it's amazing. Alright, so do we want to do our number fours? Because oh, I man. have that is not I gotta choose between them. Um I'm I'm okay with just going <laughs> if you do you wanna just keep going in a circle until we run out? Oh god, I don't know if I want to go that far, but we can do a few. Well, because I'll probably said. drop out first and then you guys can ping pong and then I'll just be probably you, Blake. <laughs> I've only oh, got okay, one more. Four more? I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. You wanna go first then? Just go first. Just Alright, hold on. Let me pull up a, a link to it now. Jeez. This isn't a very good version of it. Uh... I thought it was going to be less than a four-hour <laughs> episode. Wait, stop complaining! <laughs> I'm not stop complaining! Up. You're going to make Blake go, oh yeah, I need to go to bed. Oh yeah, alright. <laughs> okay, here's my next one. Yeah, this that's is probably the says. one that I most wanted to get onto my list out of my remaining ones. It's Vampire Killer from Nint- uh, from Castlevania. Hold on. I just, I just totally... Oh man, that's a little bit. It's what now? It's Vampire Killer that's from Castlevania. Okay. Yeah, that gets you amped. That, that's sort of the epicness you were talking about. Before. It's that. It's that adventuring music. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna go whoop some vampire ass. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. What else you got? Uh, num- next one. Uh, Doctor Mario Fever music. Freaking classic. Okay. Dude. Oh well, you're actually yeah, looking for well, me. Like set a standard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I like that one a lot. Oh, this is good. It was was the next thing on my list. It was the very next thing on my list. That's that's really good. That's... That's that's better than your number one, Jay. (laughs) That reminds me. None of us had Tetris on here at all. Oh, Robert! The Tetris King! that's funny. The Tetris King. (laughs) 
No, you won the you won That's the true. Tetris competition. I thought Blake was gonna win that shit. So funny. And then I ended up getting last because I only put in about thirty minutes, and I was like, all right, that'll probably like, be fine. So much time, dude. I was like, I have to be. <laughs> yeah, we played like all week long. Like I played like an hour a day. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried so hard. I was like, I tr- my god, I was having so much fun with it. That was really fun. We should do something like that again soon. I would yeah. be so down to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do something like that. <laughs> Talk too. to Mario. What, but, <laughs> oh man. All right, Blake or uh, Robert. Doctor Mario. Uh, okay, my my the only other honorable mention I have is Little Nemo Dream Master. I wanted to look at some of the Little Nemo music. I wanted to look at some of the Little Nemo music, but I didn't get around to it. I wish you knew how to link stuff on friggin' YouTube, you nerd. What? Yeah, but you gave like an hour long link. What are you talking about? You got a bunch of extra stuff on it. It, it pops Forget up. It. There's a uh, there's little little Nemo. Anyway. I feel like there's another song in Little Nemo that's better than that one. Uh, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Anything? Else? I got what plenty, got? man. You know that. I know you. Uh, <clears throat> all right. You so my next one and the other one that I really would have liked to get, have gotten on the list. But part of it for me is just that it's part of – it's iconic. Final Fantasy One Prelude. This song makes you – this t- song tells you that you are about to go on an adventure. And there's going to be swords. Oh, and there's yeah, gonna be sorcery. And there's going to be dragons. And you're going to be fighting and leveling up. What, which one? Uh, Final Fantasy One's Prelude. Oh, man. I have one for Final Fantasy One as well. <laughs> That's a really good one. Um, so I'll just kind of jump on, jump on with that one. So I had the Final Fantasy one, the town yeah. music. I thought the town music was pretty, pretty, pretty classic. Let me listen. To yours. Town music is pretty good. Oh yeah, that's the classic. Yeah. There's a couple really good tracks in this one. Even like the crypts, like when you go into like the the scarier places, the music in there is pretty nuts too. It's all right. Get out of here, Robert. Your opinion is gone <laughs> for the Sorry. Night. I'm just not a I'm just not a big fan of your choices this okay, time Robert. around. Your uh whatever what was the last one you did was uh was a lot better than your all right, I'm glad I'm glad you're giving my doing a top three of my top three control. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay, Blake. All right, what, else? Um... what else do you want to throw at us? Little game by the name of Blaster Master and Arrow. Oh yeah. One. Yeah. That is a good one. Fuck yeah, Blaster mm-hmm. Master. I really enjoyed playing that game last time I played that it. That game is so good, but God, man. This music is so good. And it's one of the best stage one musics in any game ever. Oh, I'm, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. That's pretty good, yeah. That's a good one. Nice. Um, the last two of mine, I don't, I don't think we have to go in depth on because they're pretty. They're just kind of the nonchalant. I, I expected Metroid from someone. I haven't played the original, so it didn't have much to me. Uh, but I thought maybe. Uh, oh, you yeah, never played uh, it? Not that I remember, at least. <clears throat> right. So the last two were uh, the thing about the thing about Metroid music to me is like it's good, and then there are some places where it's really good, but it's not because. 
the music itself is so good, it's because of like the mood that the music With the sets. Visuals. You know what I'm talking about? Like there's a there's those there's those areas where it just goes ding dong. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, kind of like you're in space, like alone. Or yeah, something. that's the same yeah. way with Super Metroid. Yeah. A lot of the music is less music yeah. and it's more atmospheric sounds. Exactly. It, but like atmospheric sounds turned into music. So is that yeah. in the Super Mario Super Mario Two intro? Were the last two that I had? There's gotta. Oh yeah, Super Mario Two intros. Yeah. I I looked at some of the Super Mario Two stuff as well. I like a lot of Super Mario Brothers 3's music, except when you listen to it, it's about eight notes long each. And it gets very old very quickly. Oh, really? <clears throat> um, all right, my next one. I don't know if any other people are going to really be familiar with this game, but Stage 1 of Gunsmoke. Uh, Gunsmoke is an old... It's like um, a top-down shooter, so kind of like uh, 1942. Wow. And you're walking up the screen, and you're shooting at guys in the Old West. You're a cowboy that's going to take out some outlaws. That is really and good. It's some perfect oh, yeah. outlaw killing old Wild West music. <clears throat> and it's all you. I'm done. Oh fuck! No, yeah, I know. I'm trying to get through this. Uh, for That's the good. some of the other stuff, I had Zelda. Oh, Zelda's <laughs> Overworld music. Uh, the Battle Toads opening music mm-hmm. is pretty good. Uh, and then Contra has a. How's few. that go again? Can you do a? <laughs> No, you could do a beatbox of the pause. I music. could, yeah, and I already did, but he won't again. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm wondering if I'm, but I, like I said, I won't. Okay, go okay, on. so the next one we've got Contra's right. Area One when you go into the jungle, super, super good. Okay, and uh, if I had to pick something from Contra, I think I'd actually go with this music. Uh, that guy's face the cover of Contra. good. <laughs> awesome uh yeah, on it's good. music let me try that there we go no not super contra for frick's sake man there we go okay this is a really low crappy quality version but i don't care this music in contra as well uh the one that plays when you go through the bases on stage two and four yeah, yeah good. i'm a big fan of that one and finally we're bringing it back to Jay's list. Stop. And my final song is the Super Mario Brothers Underground theme. Oh, yeah. oh that's good. Oh, yeah, dude. Classic. You don't have to play it, but yeah, yeah. Man, there really are a lot to this. It's actually crazy. Yes. <laughs> I'm like thinking of stuff now that I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what about that? Oh, yeah. What about yeah. that one? Yeah. Like, I made myself, myself stop, because I knew that I could have rattled off another 15 <laughs> or 20 songs. Well, those that was were, a great uh, list, pretty good. except for Robert, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had the best list. Okay. You wish. You had the shortest list. <laughs> I had the best top. Got him! Uh, I had the... Okay, we'll yeah, go, we'll go on. Right, you will. I mean, I already brought uh, up some of the Batman for... music. I could have looked at some of the Batman yeah. stuff. That had some great music. That's just Batman. That's not 8-bit even, you fucking loser. Oh, hey, shit, real quick. Real quick, I want to show you guys something. I meant to bring this up. For Asti and Axe, not the music, but the box art. Oh, no, is it classic? It's fucking stupid. 
That box art one we did was really funny, by the way. The top three. That really made me laugh at some of them. I thought about us maybe doing another one for next time. What do you think? Uh, what system do you want to do it for? I, I just like every like just just do the next like or like another like not including the gotcha. ones we did last time. Um, look at look at the SD next. I'm, I'm waiting right for it. Here. There we go. It's coming. Oh God! You get... It looks like Puff the Magic. <laughs> what the hell is the thing in the bubble? <laughs> that's like the uh, princess. That's like that she's, yeah, she's been captured. Like, trying to break out. He looks like he's like, eh, with the sword. Just He looks like an eight-year-old <laughs> that wandered into a set. Yeah. Is that a lightning bolt across the air? Which I guess is almost... A... And he's like, I love how he's holding the dragon's yeah. arm. With his like, he's like, like no, Christ. dragon, no. Don't hit me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'll tell my mom, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that in mind... I just thought of that because my that that gave me an idea for us to do. We could do like top three best or worst covers again if you wanted to, because there are so many good and bad covers. That I'm down for whatever. Uh, I'll say. We've been we, doing such. I feel like we've been doing some pretty good top threes. So like I'm down to try whatever. What sounds better, to you guys? Best or worst? <sighs> I feel like worst is funny. Like, yeah. Better. Worst is funny. We haven't done. I feel like we have. It's been a while since we've done like a worst. Top three, so maybe we'll go yeah. for the worst this time. I feel like it would be it would be easier too, to be honest. Like I feel like finding good ones, like really good ones, in comparison to some of the really dog shit ones. I don't know. There are some really good ones that I thought of too, but but uh, but I'm happy. I'm super happy either way. So let's just go with bad then. Is that, is that yeah. cool with you, Blake? Okay. So our next top three, we're gonna do another top three worst covers. Do we re- basically remember the ones no, we did last I'm time? Or do we need, need to dig that up? That up for us. <sighs> Things I do for you guys. Like yeah, for being the host. <laughs> okay, I'll find out what we did last time. Uh but go ahead and be looking into it. And uh I'm pretty sure like I mean obviously the 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 obvious one that we didn't allow to be in our list was of course Mega Man 1. And uh I really jeez, actually I don't even remember what mine were. Yeah, so I'll go look into those yeah, find out what they post, were. And those will and we'll do three new ones. So three more of the worst uh video game box art covers ever. With that out of the way, it's time for email. All right. Emails. We got a few of them. I'm about to read them off to you guys right now, as a matter of fact. First one comes in from uh, D. Brickle again. He says, hey guys, I forgot to include my name in my last email, but it's Derek. I'm the guy that hated Blake's opinion on Final Fantasy IX. I thought that was going to be the end of the email. (laughs) (laughs) You paused for so long, it was just long enough for me to be like, oh, that was it. Okay. My bad, sorry. By the way, my name was Derek. Moving on, next email. Next email. He says... (laughs) I'm the guy that hated Blake's opinion on Final Fantasy IX, if you need a reminder. Nope. You remember now, Blake? You, you, you remember yeah, that? yeah. You remember that happened? Uh, I wanted to write in and talk about an arcade I've been to, since you guys have been discussing that a lot, and I know they're hard to find. About three years ago, a friend of mine and I found an arcade that had, that had opened up in Sher- Sherwood, Arkansas, where I was living at the time. If any of your listeners are in the Little Rock area, you should check it out. I don't remember the name, but it's on Keel Avenue. Anyone from the area should know where that is. 
Also, I haven't been there in a few years, so I'm not sure it's still open. Oh, that's the sad thing, because, like, those things, like, at least here, they come and go. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Anyway, my friend and I went expecting to have to pump quarters since we weren't aware that most of these places just charge a set fee to play. We spent a good amount of time scraping together quarters from our houses and cars and went in with like $30 in quarters. And the guy was like, yeah, you just have to pay $7 a piece and you can play as much as you want. <laughs> we paid him in quarters. <laughs> I was just going to ask that. Did they, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> we paid him in quarters and stayed for hours. <laughs> they had a ton, That's really good. They had a ton of great games, but we probably spent most of our time on the original Gauntlet and Gauntlet Legends. Dude, solid. Yeah. <laughs> That's my plan. I didn't even I think that. you were making a word there. I just thought you went, Ew! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. How wonderfully decadent. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of classic games lately due to the fact that I just discovered how easy it is to soft mod a Wii and play emulated games. I've been playing a lot of Castlevania Circle of the Moon for GBA. It's definitely not the best in the series, but worth playing. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, uh, Derek. It's in the style of the Metroid... Well, yeah, I basically agree. It's in the style of the Metroidvania games rather than the style of the classic NES games. If anyone out there knows of a good arcade in the New Orleans area, write in so I can hear about it. That's it for me, Robert, Blay, and Jake. Thanks for giving me something to listen to while I drive around failing to sell insurance every day. (laughs) You're very welcome. You're very welcome, Derek. Deeprickle. Uh, what do you guys mind taking this next one? My throat's starting to feel a little coffee-ish. All right. This is this one comes in we'll from stop Chase. stop drinking so much coffee. Oh, never mind. Oh, oh sick burn. Sick burn from the coffee. Oh, Jesus, of course. Why? All right. Hey, don't complain. <laughs> don't compl- no complaining. Just fuck with you. Uh, so this one comes from Chase. It says, hello, Robert, Jay, and Blake, and welcome to an email about your podcast and the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, still using you guys to power through my workday. Though now I work from home. Oh, that's pretty cool. So nice. feel free to keep these podcasts as long and as salty as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. We're trying to draw this one out some more, but it doesn't look like it's going to even hit the two. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we, haven't, we haven't gotten to you talking about 13-2 yet. I'm holding well, on. I'm, I'm going to keep it a little bit short. Uh, so next thing he says, so happy that Blake found it within himself to join the cast last episode because that FF13 rant was so next level. Stay grumpy, Blake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, goes on to say, Jay and Robert, I really enjoyed your conversation about the t- Nintendo Switch, and I have to admit that I'm pretty excited about it. Jay and Blake should be pretty pumped to hear that Square Enix has decided to give third-party support because that means not only is the Switch going to get a Dragon Quest right at launch, but it means that there's potential for FF titles like World of FF and even Final Fantasy V to show up on the Switch. And that's before I Square... Don't, I don't... Wait, wait, hold on. He wrote Final Fantasy VX. I think he means XV in other Probably, words, 15. Yeah, oh, okay. That would make sense. That's how I looked at it. I was like, ah, oh, it says 5. Okay. Make sure. <laughs> it says 5. That's weird. Um, actually, did we talk about that at all on the, the third we party? Did. We did. Ta- we talked about the possibility of it, but it sounds like they've confirmed, confirmed it. Yeah, yeah, they were on Square is on the page that they showed of all the people that are third party devs oh, okay. on it. So Square is on there. Um, someone brought up to me that the fact that they're on there, and I mean Square has been working with Nintendo for a while because of if you didn't notice some of the Super Smash Brothers Wii U DLC was a throwback to some Square stuff, 
And so someone was like, yeah, what if they make a new Super Mario Can you not get RPG? closer to Mike like that? Holy Why God. not? Why? No, I, like I can't. You're, Keep doing it, please. You're pulling too much blood from my brain. <laughs> 15 more so seconds. Someone was like, that maybe they'll make a new Super Mario RPG. And I was like, that'd be pretty cool. I think we did talk about that a little bit, because I remember I got really excited okay. about that. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing, I realized it a little while later. What's probably going to happen here, because Square has been branching out into the market so much, and it makes a lot of sense that they would sign on to uh, pair up with the Switch, Square has been doing a lot of mobile stuff. They've got Final Fantasy Record Keeper. They've got uh, Mobius Final Fantasy. They've got Justice league pinball or something like that they have another one that just went into early access like open beta mobile game that they just released uh they've got another one coming i think someone mentioned they have a ton of mobile games on the horizon and that pairs up very 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 well with the switch so i would expect to see a lot of those games make it over to that platform pretty soon cool all right uh, so he went on to say, and that's before Square floods the Nintendo Store with its emulated past titles. Yeah, so electronic downloads for, for the yeah. titles. Uh, then he goes on to say, and with Bandai slash Namco and Atlas slash Sega on board, there's a lot of potential for this one to be a great JRPG machine in the same way that right now the PS3 and PS4 hold almost exclusive reign on high-end RPG or JRPG content as Japanese companies uh, generally shun Microsoft. Uh, also, having Bandai slash Namco in their corner means lots of potential for great licensed anime games, as Bandai slash Namco generally produces that type of things. Uh, st- sorry. Uh, things like Dragon Ball Fighter, Full Metal Alchemist, Action Adventures. Uh, continuing on. Also, as a quick aside for those of you who didn't know, Sega owns Atlas. Is Atlas a developer? I've I'm asking you guys. I don't know what Atlas is. Okay, I'm going to Google it real quick. I'm kind of curious. It's A-L-T, A-T-L-U-S. Japanese game developer. Oh, okay. I was muted. I was like, Atlas, A-T-L-U-S? They do a lot of GRPGs. Okay. Uh, I believe okay. they did... They do a lot of the ones that don't get a lot of printing. So I want to say that they've done the... I don't recognize uh, Shin Megami games. Yep. They did yep. Disgaea. Oh, okay. Did... Yeah. They did uh this according to this they did, they did a lot of Persona games yeah which are the Shin Megami in the Shin Megami universe oh that's the same thing okay well it's part of the same thing I think they all take place with the same premise but I don't know how any of them are all tied together like there's Shin Megami Digital Devil Saga there's Shin Megami Nocturne uh, there's Shin Megami stuff on the handheld I don't remember what those are called and then all the Persona games uh, and I think they're all tied together. And they're all just kind of the same okay. idea, the same universe. Uh, oh, yeah, they've done the Etrian Odyssey games as well. First-person RPGs in the vein of wizardry. All right. Yeah. All right, so he goes on to say, for those of you who didn't know, uh, Sega owns Atlas and has been using that developer to push some really great RPG content for quite a while now. Google that shit if you want to know more, which is what we just did. <laughs> uh, he went on to say, Koei Tech oh, Games... Uh, means we can get either a new Hyrule Warrior, which was a really great game that I never expected to exist, a new Dynasty Warriors or Samurai Warriors, or even I would be really excited about that, honestly, or even some absurd hybrid of all three on top of whatever else they might make. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'd be really excited about that. Well, all right, new new Warriors game. What's the theme? What's Dynasty what Warriors? Or yeah, what, what, they, well, what if well, they did a new one? There's like already a new Warriors game coming. Berserk. What's the new? There was there's a Berserk. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, cool. What I else? What would be? I think it's out in Japan. 
I think pirates would be kind of. Kinda... They've done what samurais. Right. They've done. This should be a well, top three. It's less sometime. like a type of dude and more of an era. Hmm. And so something medieval. Now I can see that. That would be actually really cool. Yeah. We should do that as a top three one time. Like top three like ideas for for new like dynasty slash samurai slash whatever warriors games. I. That'd be pretty cool. I would enjoy that one. So, you know how I feel about those games. Star Wars. <sighs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> lastly, EA, Activision, and Warner Bros. have all signed as well, which means uh, this system will have uh, stateside support in a way that Nintendo hasn't enjoyed since the original Wii. And even then, only in small amounts. I really think Nintendo executes, executives and their marketing teams have finally realized the gaming industry has changed and are trying to court all the fancy third-party developers instead of dominating them like they used to in the 90s. Uh, looks like Nintendo has finally learned a lesson or two. This is all on top of dependably good first-party content that Nintendo always produces. Um, if this device is really supposed to phase out the 3DS and take over the Nintendo handheld market as well, then that means Pokemon fans may get one of the best versions of Pokemon you could ever hope to play on a handheld and TV in the future. That's actually a really good point. I didn't really think about that, the, the, the concept of like kind of getting, like pushing away their, their other handhelds. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do. Because I mean, it's definitely. It definitely seems like this is, you know, primarily, uh, or definitely, it's certainly primarily a console. And then you know, it's also happens to be you can carry it around. I, so I wonder, like, to what degree they're gonna take that, and when they're going to really stop really worrying about the 3ds, or if they're gonna try to keep the 3ds alive for a bit longer I, I i yeah i think so as well you think what which one of those do you, i think i, I, don't I, know I think they'll keep them together i think they'll continue with the handheld as well okay. like I, I look at the the switch and i think you know it obviously has handheld capabilities but i think they'll still keep the, the handheld market alive and continue to to push with it because they've, they've done some pretty cool stuff with it you know? right so. Um, he said, if they can keep the Nintendo Switch price point low, either on par or a bit lower than the original generation PS4 slash Xbox One, they could see some real success here. And if they can just get those games out, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Switch become a hit by next Christmas. I think Robert and Jay are right when they say that Nintendo is completely ignoring the console war and doing their own thing. And I might be too optimistic here, but with the present uh, presented functionality of this device, they might actually pull it off as long as they get the games to back it all up. And I actually agree entirely. I think that, um, obviously, because that's kind of what we said last time. Yeah, yeah I very much the same way. They've gone... I mean, what they did with the Wii, they introduced motion controls, and then the Wii U was like a step in between the Wii and the Switch, as we know it, because the gamepad isn't very portable, and from what we've seen from the Switch, that's going to be going wherever the hell you want to take it. Yeah. So, you guys ready for this? Wake up, wake up, ready? Uh, which brings me to my question of the day. Gentlemen, no system can survive without the support of good games, and some good games are so good they become killer apps that dominate the industry. Games like Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, Street Fighter 2, Doom, Final Fantasy 7, Call of Duty 4. What was your favorite killer app over the years, and why did you enjoy it so oh, much? Oh, jeez. So, so how, are we, how are we defining killer apps? That's, that's what I was trying to think. Is it, is, does it mean like it is so good that it kind of... Is it like, are we talking about system sellers or just... Gentlemen, no system can survive without the support of good games and some games that become they can kill that dominate the industry. Games that dominate the industry. Okay. So are they console specific though? I think that's kind of... No, because Call of Duty... Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, because none of these will... What was your favorite killer app over the years and why did you enjoy it so much? 
That's tough. Um, I would probably that, go with Final Fantasy VII. I think that's a really first, good one. The first one that comes to mind for me is GTA Three. Yeah, I think that's another really good one. Like I, I'm thinking of like household names, like just like generally, even people who don't yeah. drive too much into the gaming world, they, they right? Know these titles. Uh, um, maybe whew. Fallout. Any of the Fallout's were that's eh, too recent though. Um, because most people didn't play Fallout One and Two, or Three and on. There's a Mortal Kombat, of course, NBA Jam. Mortal Kombat's a good one. I think uh, I think a lot of people knew about that specifically because of the issues with the violence. Yeah, yeah. Um, games that, that dominate. Pokemon, Pokemon's probably a good one. I mean, that's a big household name. Yeah, that w- that's not one of my favorites, but I think that would definitely be a yeah. like. I think that would definitely count. As I think I would go Pokemon. Industry. I mean, it's still alive today, and it's just developed so much. All right, That's all so, I can think. Like mainly GTA three for me, and then on the side I would say like of course you mentioned Street Fighter and uh, Mortal Kombat, Doom, Tetris, Super Mario Brothers, Call of Duty Four is the other ones you mentioned. Yeah. All right. So because I'd say for me, though I love Street Fighter two and played it a ton, I would have to say Pokemon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus, I swear I didn't read down. Uh, I follow that series even today, and though I place more values in JRPGs to deliver a solid gaming experience, I have logged way more hours in Pokemon series, so have I, uh, series as a whole than any other collection of games in my life, including four times strats and tactics games. Uh, and it has become a legacy. 4X. Four, four, was... four, four 4X is what that 4X strategy. Okay. That's, a, that's a expand, exploit, explore, and extract. Or exterminate. Oh, the last one. Exterminate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it is because of legacy of a legacy that was started years uh, years ago back on the Game Boy and at a time when the system itself should have already been dead. Uh, but that is all the time I have for this email, guys. Baby is gurgling, and I need to get a move on. I'm... Uh, thank you, uh, as always, for providing the world. Is that a euphemism? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. The baby's gurgling. Yeah. Uh, no, I remember he actually, he remember Chase just I had know, a baby. I know. Um, okay. So he says, thank you, uh, as always, for providing the world with this unrivaled podcast, for being you, and also for reading my emails. Keep up the good work. Keep up the good work and stay salty. Chase, the documentation specialist? Question mark. It's my new job. That's what he said. I think we're going to stick with the night cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> Works from home now. The so night cleaner just sounds like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, night cleaner. We're gonna stick with that chase. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, thank you. That was a, that was a really good email. I liked all the uh, Nintendo Switch thoughts, and I like. I mean, as he said, you and I agree. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. You and I agree with him. So. Yeah. Uh. uh, but yeah, I think that's gonna be again. We'll have to see, but I think it's gonna be pretty sweet. We've got one more. I'll take this one. This one comes in from Jonathan. He's the one. He's basically our like resident archivist who's been. Uh, he's listened to every episode like a hundred times each and has pretty much done the math on anything you could want statistics on. Jonathan says his his email his subject line just says sixty nine. Dude, his, he knew. No, <laughs> tell us ahead of time. Jonathan says. <laughs> Congratulations on an epic podcast run. This was an this was an eventful week as you weren't the only celebrities to to celebrate such an achievement. Gronk scored his 69th touchdown. <laughs> Blake, thanks for successfully oh. gr- uh, grinding through the rest of Final Fantasy 13. I made it to disc 2 and then lost interest. I don't Since blame then, you. 
Yeah, I it don't. It's worse, it. man. It really does. Since then, I thought about going back, but never did. Hearing your report makes me thankful I did not. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder why we are all so anxious to play Final Fantasy 15. I did play Final Fantasy 13 2 and beat it. That game was more fun for me than its predecessor. Many times throughout, your rant was compared to Rob's back in Episode Nine. <laughs> and um, uh, I'm actually looking forward to 15 because. Even when uh, 13 was coming out, like as I looked at it, I thought, I do not have any interest in this game, really. And then it came out, and it turned out that I hated the game. Big surprise. With 15, I've been a little cautious about it for a few years now, I suppose. It's been that damn long. Thanks, Square. But I've, <laughs> as we've gotten closer to the release, I'm actually kind of excited for it. A lot of the things that I've seen seem like they should be pretty good. I may end up being wrong. It's happened before. But uh, hopefully, hopefully this one actually turns out to be good, unlike 13. I, I have very, uh, I'm setting expectations pretty high, which is kind of a bad idea. But Yeah, I, I kind of am too. <laughs> it is a bad idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see, like, even to me, like, even from what I've seen, I'm like, that, that looks pretty cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm just... Again... Yeah, you know, really yeah, exactly. We've been kind of let down. <laughs> again and again and again. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, company to do it, so. Many times throughout, your rant was compared to Rob's back in episode 9. I believe he's referring to Kingdom Hearts. Yep. So I thought, what the heck, I'm going to do it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh -oh. Comparing... Comparing these two gems was like <laughs> watching a heavy... Was like watching a heavyweight bout from the ages. <laughs> Both rants were about all right. Right now, who do you th who went longer? Right, well, let's take bets on this. Me or I want to say you because maybe yours me? just sound. No. Maybe yours is just pissing me off more. But yeah. <laughs> I think Blake went much longer. Possible. Let's see. Uh, both rants were about RPGs, specifically Rob's rant about Kingdom Hearts and Blake's rant about Final Fantasy Thirteen. Okay, yeah, that's what we were talking about. It should be noted, however, that Blake had completed the game, okay, that's true, whereas the other two commentators had not. Because of this, it took time to fully explain the mechanics, but there was less interference. On the other hand, when Rob... I love how he, like, really broke this down. <laughs> on the other hand... Is this hand, a dissertation? Are you trying to get your doctorate in, in I will not sign off on this. Classic gaming I will podcast? not sign off on this. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the other hand... When Rob talked about his experience, both Jay and Blake were very familiar with what he was going through. Their input added to the overall time. This is true. But Rob was only through with a small portion of the game, and that severely limited his ability to bitch about it. <laughs> oh, and did he you ever would bitch think. about it? <laughs> I've heard about the Vine section in Traverse Town Wizard Fetch Quest four times now, and it's still <laughs> funny. <laughs> I think that was the reason that rant felt so much longer is because you kept reference you kept going back to things so you'd like move on to a new subject and then you'd reference something from like five minutes ago and then you'd re-explain <laughs> it a bit and we're just like yes we know what you're talking about get to your new point about it anyway enough banter ladies and gentlemen we have witnessed a battle of rants coming in at 43 minutes and 33 seconds our new challenger of Final Fantasy thirteen has taken the has taken the risen the ranks and overthrown Kingdom Hearts measly 
35 minute and 42 seconds record. I am a god! <laughs> From now until the next rant, Final Fantasy 13 will be regarded as the most annoying RPG of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright with that. That's cool with me. That's fine. That is rightfully earned. <laughs> oh, man. Signed and sealed, John. Well, John, oh. we... <laughs> Thanks he goes for by the John. research. Yes, we really do. We, we appreciate that. I like that number crunching right there. And I like the nuances. He, he breaks it all down. He's like, this one's longer, but you got to keep this in mind and that in mind as well. That was very nice. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, so, with emails done, I guess it's time to go to the current gaming subcast. Oh, diggity day. Even though we're not in three hours yet. <laughs> That's okay. We can get there if I talk long enough. <laughs> all right. Are you, you want to lead us off? Uh, all right. I guess I could. So I've actually got two games I want to talk about. First of all, uh, to continue my journey through the 13 trilogy, I just finished Final Fantasy 13 two, two hours ago now. Uh, man, that game was a lot better than Final Fantasy 13. Good. Yeah. It, it's Is that got, saying it, much, though? No, that's the thing. It's a lot better. Basically, it takes 13. 13 is a steaming turd. And they were like, well, shit, we can turn this into something good, right? Still, maybe? And they they improved on a lot of the things. Some of the stuff that I ranted about last time, uh, such as the paradigm system feeling very slow, uh, they take those ideas and they improve on it. They changed the Crystarium. Instead of the, (laughs) the setup where in 13 original you have... Uh, different Crystarians for each of your different jobs. And each one, you level it up, and on this point, you'll get this stats for this job and all this shit. And uh, this time around, what they do is you've got one Crystarium, and every time you make a full loop around it, you get, like, a bonus level up. And you get to choose a couple different bonuses. You can either uh, choose the ability to uh, use have more equipment points, which are spent by equipping powerful or weak items, uh, you can use it to improve one of your classes a little bit, so that uh, when the class, when you have that class active, they get different bonuses. Or you can also unlock new classes because each character only starts with three of these six available jobs. And uh, then you can also unlock, excuse me, you can also unlock one ability for each character. And the way that the Crystalium works this time is that any time you spend points and gain a level up that counts as like a level up towards filling that Crystarium in general. Every level up for every class goes towards the same Crystarium. Depending on which class you level, you can get different, uh, you will get different ability access to different abilities for that class, different passives, and you'll even get different uh, stat ups. But those stats carry over from one job to the next. So if you focus on leveling up as a Ravager, which is similar to like a Black Mage for the game, then you're going to get a lot of magic attack up. If you focus on leveling up as a Sentinel, which is the tank, you're going to get a lot of extra HP. So each class that you leveled up uh, is contributing to the overall character, no matter what, uh, but also it's helping to specialize your characters in those roles. You have two humanoid characters on your team, and then your third slot is filled up by a like revolving door of monster party members. And what the revolving door is, you have a party setup where essentially you've got your two humanoid characters, and then the last slot is like there are three different monsters uh, that you can have on your team at any time. And each monster has their own very specialized type of job. 
So you'll ha- you'll recruit monsters that are Ravagers, and they can't be anything but that Ravager. So if you want that slot to be filled by a different role, you have to level up a different monster. So you have to have like a commando monster, a medic monster, and all this stuff, and you got to be leveling them up to get them powerful enough to actually be effective on your team. And to power them up, you use items that drop from the enemies that you beat. And these items are uh, broken up into three different categories. You've got robots, which use use chips and engines. And then you've got, like, I don't know what the other two types are, but they use different forms of materials. And you have to use these materials. And these materials act very much like leveling up your humanoid characters. There are different types of these materials. So you can have a uh, potent engine, which will level up each stat... uh, average it'll level each of them up so you'll get hp from your level up you'll get um strength and you'll get magic up you can get vitality engines which specialize in hp up you can get uh power engines which specialize in strength and you can get mana engines with which specialize in magic so you're trying to hunt down these materials to develop the monster in a way that you are trying to uh so that you're taking advantage of their skill set as much as you can and as you level up the monsters, they also get access to new abilities as they get higher and higher. So a Ravager might start out, start out with Flame Strike, and as you level it up, it'll learn Fire, and then Fyra, and then Fyraga, and so on and so forth. And a lot of the monsters can also get access to abilities that you, as a humanoid character, will never get out of one of your classes. Apparently one of the monsters in the game has access to the Haste spell, which anybody that's played 13 knows that Haste is really, really strong. But your main characters in this game don't ever get access to haste uh, through their abilities. So it's kind of a huge spell if you can pick that one up. Um, So in short, the gameplay is much, 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 much better. The leveling monsters thing is a little clunky and they could have done it some different ways. But overall, I found it really engaging until the times where I would just not get any of the material that I needed to level up the characters the way that I wanted them. So I'd have a commando that I was trying to have very strong that would swing its weapon and deal a shit ton of damage. But I wouldn't be finding the strength or the power items to develop them and raise their attack higher. Excuse me. So that part got a little bit frustrating. And then for the Crystarium for the main characters... It's, uh, I like the way it works a lot better. It's still sort of meh. It's just there. It's a way to kind of choose what you're doing. And uh, it does work a lot better than the Crystarium of 13. It just still doesn't totally click with me for whatever reason. The problem with the game remains in that the story is really, really hot garbage. Final is Fantasy is a little better. Yes and no. It's actually probably worse in some ways, but it's oh, no. far off the deep end. It's such nonsense that I have no attachment. I didn't even try to care about the story. A lot of the time, I just watched and nodded my head along as things were happening on the screen. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> You're right. So this story is based around Lightning's sister, Sarah. The short version is that a time traveler lands in her timeline, Sarah's all upset because the events at the end of 13, which if you need to know what happened there, please refer to episode 68. I don't want to talk about it again. What happened (laughs) is that, shut up, Sarah remembers everything that happened that I talked about, but the god of the universe decided to be an idiot and go and mess around with the timeline and has created a bunch of anomalies. Uh, What it did is it removed 
lightning from the timeline to take it to Valhalla, which is a place that exists outside of time. It's the place of the gods, basically. And so in doing so, removing her created a bunch of paradoxes. But uh, it everybody remembers it happening where lightning disappeared after 13 ended. They're, they were there, and then she was gone. Sarah remembers her being there, how they talked, and all this stuff that... Uh, where like lightning and or snow and Sarah were going to get married and snow asked lightning for permission and lightning gave her permission. Uh, no one else remembers these details like this. They're just like, no lightning was never around after cocoon fell. And so as you're going through the game, it's a bunch of time shenanigan nonsense where time travel is difficult to handle. And it's this game doesn't try to care about it. It feels like <laughs> it tells a very anime goofy sort of, it's, and it's not goofy. They tell a very anime story where it's, I don't get, I, I'm just not attached to it whatsoever. Hope makes a return as a character, unfortunately. Snow is around as well. You see Saz for about two minutes at the very end of the game. Uh, and just time travel bullshit happens all over the place. Uh, your main antagonist of the game is a guy that is trying to destroy history. So he's going around trying to ruin the timeline going out of his way to do it because he want with him doing that he'll be able to save someone who is dying an infinite number of deaths so he wants to ruin all of time to save her from that torture uh yeah that's yeah all right and it's time travel stuff oh i guess one of the cool things oh. that i like that it tries to do with the story is that uh you always hear about how people go to the past and what they do in the past affects the future but what 13 does, and I, I enjoy the idea, I enjoy trying to do something different with time travel, is that 13 has it so that, uh, let's say you do something in the year 100 AF. What you do there and what you change reflects in the past. So instead of changing the future when you do something, you're changing the past timeline so that the past molds around your current spot. What? Current actions. <laughs> so you came in at a good time, Jay. Time uh, it's it's a weird thing that they do with the game, and I kind of respect it for that. It's time travel is stupid anyway, so yes. seeing something new done with it, even if it is a stupid thing, is pretty fine by me. Did they I, use it to like retcon some of the the aspects of the story, or sort of? Actually, you yeah. missed that part. The short oh, version okay. is that God came along at the very end of thirteen. <laughs> that was good. That's good. And kidnapped Lightning to bring oh. to Valhalla, which is a place that exists outside of time. Oh, okay. Of course. So 13 starts off with uh, Sarah being the only person that actually remembered what happened at the end of 13. Everyone else is like, no, lightning was never uh. never there, man. Uh. Uh, the final battle is a huge pain in the dick. It took me three tries, and on the try where I did finally beat it, I was on this boss for about an hour. No joke. And on the try where I finally beat it, it was an 18-minute fight. That fight is crazy brutal this, if you are not super leveled. This is turning me off a lot, actually. The whole story thing. The sto just ignore the story. Basically, if you're playing this game, play it for the gameplay, which is an, a very improved 13. And ignore the story, which is what I did. Okay. I paid attention to the story enough to be like, oh, yeah, I've got to go here next. Or to be like, oh, wow, this is actually really stupid. Uh, yeah, the story, totally another low point for the game. Probably not as bad. 
It, it the characters aren't as bad, and it doesn't try to focus on a lot of the characters. Did they fix um, her accent? Uh, Vanille's barely in it. Good. She was one of the uh, characters. Then at the end of the game, it does the thing that Chrono Cross did that pissed me off, which is it go it just it does exposition for oh, yeah. half an hour or sixty minutes, and I'm just like, dude. String the story out. Tell it in a better way than just going, by the way, this is why everybody acts like the way they do. Fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. I hate that. I... Uh, so the other game that I played recently. Yes. Well, wait, hold more. on real quick. Real oh, quick. Okay. Right. So it doesn't sound like it was monumentally bad like Final Fantasy thirteen, but it was still just kind of bad. Yes. It had a lot of very bad flaws. It's. It's also a game that uh, you want to have a guide to play through. There's a couple wow, points in really? the game. Wow, really? In today's world? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's actually There's really... a couple times where the game just doesn't tell you what the hell to do. They're like, hey, go find the right door to walk through, basically. And you're like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> okay. Super, super annoying because of that. Uh, probably my biggest complaint, aside from the stupid story, is that there are a few points where you just absolutely have to look up a guide to get to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do. Um, oh, and the music in the game is very, very, very good. Happy to hear that. I was, I was expecting that. Yeah, that's it's, something I'm looking forward to in 15 as well as the new. Music it's probably class. better than 13 soundtrack. 13 has a pretty good soundtrack. I think this one is better than that. I don't remember anything too notable with 13, so I'm not happy to hear that. Uh, the battle music and the overworld theme are both good. Okay. Uh, the other thing I've been, I played a lot of. And that I actually might platinum is World of Final Fantasy. All yeah, right, more Final Fantasy. I'll try to keep this one a bit more brief as well. Uh, it came out a few weeks ago, and this is way better than I thought it was going to be. I played the demo of it. It's uh, it's available on PlayStation Four and Vita, and it's a lot of people be like, "No, it's not Pokemon," but it very heavily borrows from Pokemon. Yeah, I, very, I don't. Apparently. I was gonna say I don't. I don't... Why would somebody go into that not kind of, you know, thinking that it's kind of funny? It's it's Pokemon with a Final Fantasy skin and a lot of touches made to the system. Oh, okay. I didn't for, know that. For what you, so what you do is you have you go out and you capture monsters and then you stack them on your head or you sit on one of them and stack another one on your head. So uh, you've got your two main characters and they can each have one stack of monsters. Uh, the gameplay is really cool. Your stats stack up, and depending on how the stack, what abilities your monsters have, you can get new abilities. Like if you have two monsters that have fire, then they can combine their fire to make fire. And if they both have fire, they can combine. Oh, that's actually, actually, that's, that's kind of cool. Actually, I like that. It's a really cool yeah. system. Is there I anything didn't about fire? Of it too much. Uh, there is fireaja. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they've also got a uh, flare, holy ultima. And I, some other I, stuff. I I love that I, I love that about Final, the Final Fantasy games when you ran into that where you had like the fire like in Final Fantasy seven for instance you had fire one two three and then you had flare as well yeah I was like that kind of separate ideas I always loved the contain material in seven that thing is ridiculous thank you oh my and fucking um which which uh someone was it was it Khajiit or um Khajiit? What's oh <laughs> Khajiit what the hell am I talking about <laughs> Khajeta Khajeta that's it oh, of course yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ Khajiit Khajiit <laughs> I sell many things. <laughs> Jesus. I'll just stop talking. Anyway, um, I really recommend this game a lot. World of Final Fantasy was a ton of fun. The way, the other thing that they do with the evolving your creatures is that you can unevolve them at any time because when you evolve them, it changes their size and your stacks 
uh, you have three monsters, remember, and the bottom of the stack has to be a large creature. The middle monster has to be a medium-sized, and the top of the stack is a small-sized creature. So you can um, develop the creatures and then, like, get the stats from the higher boards, from, like, the medium-sized creatures board, but also maintain your small size so you're getting those stat bonuses and the extra spells that they might learn. All this cool kind of stuff like that. And what it is, so I guess I could, should explain the boards a little bit better. I forgot about that. The way that you level up, when you level up, you get a uh, set of, you get SP, and I'm just going to call it special points. And you use this SP on essentially something similar to the Final Fantasy XII Mirage or uh, license board, but a very, very uh, simplified, smaller version. So each monster, you'll get these SP, you'll access the monster's menu. And then you'll be able to like pick a spot and advance towards it and put your SP towards that. So you spend three SP to get a strength plus node. And then once you get to that strength plus node, it'll give you access to a Fyra below you. And above you, you'll have an HP up node or something like that. And so then you can choose in which direction you want to go. And you get to develop your character's stats and which abilities they're learning, how fast they're learning them, and all this kind of stuff. And it's very engaging. Kind of in a similar way that the Sphere Grid is, where you open it up and it's like, there might not be a lot of choices, but you look around and you're like, ooh, look at how close I am to that. Ooh, look what's coming up over here. And that kind of stuff. Uh, then there's the evolutions I talked about. Uh, you can transfigure them into different monsters sometimes. So you can take like a Tonberry and turn it into a Pale Tonberry, which is like an ice slash holy version of it. Uh, lots of really, really, really cool stuff like this. You get some of the... Uh, you also get XL monsters, but you can't use those in your stacks. Those are summons that your two characters combine their powers to bring out. You can get Iron Giants, uh, all sorts of huge, awesome monstrosities. It's really cool. I don't want to go into too many of them for the spoilers. Uh, the story of the game, the writing is fucking mind-blowingly good for about 90% of the game. The descriptions of every monster is stupid puns that are really fucking funny. I can't actually believe how funny this game was. Uh, the character's dialogue a lot of the time is this aloof, lighthearted adventure kind of thing. And then towards the last 10% of the game, it gets very grim, dark, and serious out of nowhere. It what? Totally sh I know, it's so bad. It shifts the huh. tone that the entire rest of the game has set up, and it's I was so pissed when it did this. It starts trying to be this major, oh, look at how down and depressing everything is. Oh, everything is miserable. And I was like, tell me more stupid puns. You were doing a great job of that, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was, I'm still mad about that, as a matter of fact. Uh, the voice acting in the game, really, really good as well. Like, this is one of the best examples of how a dub should be handled. A few people came into my chat and they were like, oh man, you should uh, you should try out the Japanese voices. And I'm like, no, this sounds great as it is. I don't need to turn the voices off because I actually like them for once. Yeah. Sorry. Um, God, what was the other thing? There was one last thing I was going to say about it. Oh, oh, ooh, the music in it is fantastic. They do a lot of remixes. You said that? No, I didn't mention the music in this one. I talked about the music in Final Fantasy Thirteen too. I'm just sometimes sometimes like I am a little bit uh, idiotic about things. So really, <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes I get it. Oh, sometimes <laughs> I got it. <laughs> sometimes here, here's an example. I'll throw it up into the Skype group here. 
that's not even one of the better ones. That's just like the victory fanfare. But what I would really like to emphasize with this game's music is that the ones that they remix from previous games are all killer. They do I mean, a this remix. It's really good. It's really good, yeah. I just wish I could easily find some of the other music, like the uh, Final Fantasy VII battle theme. Because the Final Fantasy VII music, it comes in and it's got that nice rock guitar, you know. This game takes that guitar and it turns it up to 11. It just comes thrashing. And it's like, holy shit, yeah, we're getting in a fight. Damn. It's spectacular. If you, I would recommend everybody to go find, if you like Final Fantasy music, and you should, go out and find some of this music from World of Final Fantasy. Super, super good music. That is so good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a great game. It's got some flaws, like the stupid ending trying to get super serious all of a sudden. But one of the better experiences I've had with the game. Absolute blast. Nice. You got a PS4 or PS Vita. Check it out. I have the Excite Bike song stuck in my head right now. Yeah, let me see if I can find that World of Final Fantasy. Stop it. Uh, FF7 Remix. Let's see if that turns anything up. Okay. OC Remix, Final Fantasy VII main theme. No, not yet. Anyway, we can keep talking. That's all I really had to say for now. Cool. Uh, so I played... Oh, man. So it's Halloween weekend last weekend i was like i can play something scary you know like i really i really don't do well with scary games like i oh, love oh yeah i know where you're going with this <laughs> i love horror i love horror movies like i'm a huge horror movie fan um but like scary Wait. games i just cannot handle them a lot of the time so i decided to go in i linked it up by the way okay check that i decided out. to make the dive into a scary game that i have not given a chance to because i've been too scared to try it Where's and, it going, uh, Blake? They... <laughs> you know um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I remember the other thing I was going to say. Too late. Go ahead. Well, okay. Um, to go back to World of Final Fantasy really quick. The tonal shift reminded me a lot of how Kingdom Hearts felt. Where by the end of the game, it is so steeped in the drama oh, that it okay. ruins the okay. rest of it. I can see yeah. that. I, I can. Yeah, yeah that bit. I can see that. Yeah, that, actually, that's a really... That's if you played Kingdom Hearts, you know exactly what you're talking about. It honestly felt like a Kingdom Hearts game with the Disney themes removed. Oh, I didn't get that far. So that's a good game then. <laughs> it it was pretty good, except it did the whole thing with the bad storytelling. Yeah. Emo. Yeah. Um. So you playing a scary game? God, what's scary? scary game. Is it Night Trap? Is it Night Trap it's, again? No, no, Night Is Trap. It Night Trap again. I'll go. I was like, I'm like three or four years late playing this scary game probably like is out no outlast wasn't that long uh amnesia nope, five nights at that. freddy's oh oh god i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh man i was like jay you around i'm about to play yeah. five nights at freddy's oh, so yeah. i talked no, no no i was asking oh. i i was saying that the night that i was playing it i got in touch with you to see if you were there so i played it with uh with jay on the uh with, talking to jay and i was like streaming it also so he could watch <laughs> so jay you can back me up on this yeah. It's actually a pretty damn scary game. Yeah, it's, at, the, at the beginning, it's definitely pretty freaky. But once you kind of get accustomed to it, it wasn't... I mean, since I wasn't playing, I kind of got accustomed to it after a while, though. So, I'm sh- I, I'm sure everybody knows what the game is. But if you haven't played it and you're not sure... You don't know exactly what the mechanics are. The way it works is, um, of course, you are... You've, you're taking, like, the night security shift at this pizza place that's basically like a Chuck E. Cheese-type place. 
and they have animatronics in you know in the you know the room where they keep all that shit and you are just sitting in a security room and all you have you stay in the same room the whole time you can't move around all you do in the game is you can turn side to side and look at the doors and each door has a has two buttons it has a button to turn on the light so you can see directly right outside the door because I'm you can't see right outside the door about this. without the light and then you have a button to shut the door and then you can also pull up uh, your the camera, the camera screen, where you can uh, that pulls up a screen in front of you, and it's got like eight or nine different rooms, and you can click on the room, and it'll show you the camera feed for that room. And the entire uh, mechanic mess- of the game. Yeah, that's it. That's everything. And so you you start your first night, and the guy's like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I'm the guy who who had that job before you. I just wanted to. I'm just left leaving a couple messages for you, just giving you a heads up on you know what to expect." These animatronics, they uh, they act a little weird sometimes, and like you know, they like to get up and walk around. And the thing is, you just don't want them to find you because uh, you know, if they get too close, go ahead and shut your door because if they if they get in there and find you, then they think that you're a, a skeleton for one of the uh, for one of the other animatronics. And what they'll do is they'll take you and they'll shove you into the body of one of the other machines, and it'll pretty much impale you. And then they'll uh, they'll put the they'll shove the helmet on your head, and it's gonna like crush your skull, you know, all this shit. So just you know. Nothing's ever happened, but, you know, I'm just letting you know. Just just be careful. This is how you do it. So he kind of explains to you how the game works. So you have the doors that you can shut next to you at any time. You have the lights so you can see outside the doors. You have cameras, you know, again, for all the different rooms. There are camera feeds for, like, very close right outside your door. But then if uh, something comes past that, then you have to actually put the camera down and turn on the light to see if it's right outside your door because it's kind of like a blind spot. Anytime you're using the camera or you have a light turned on, or you have a door shut, it uses up power, and you have a certain amount of power to get through the night. So if you've got, like, if you got the camera up, you're using power. If you have the camera up, and you have one of the doors shut, that's using extra power. If you have, you know, like, both doors shut, that's using even more power, and so on and so forth. So you have to flip around and look at the cameras uh, while you're conserving your power the whole time, and not keeping doors shut for too long, and not doing too much and of course, the way it works is uh, you'll be looking around and, you know, you'll see the room where it's got the animatronics and then you'll be checking around and then you'll check the camera feed again and like one of them has gone and you're like, oh shit. And then you like are checking and then you might see one standing in one of the rooms, just like staring right, right at you in the, in the security. Camera. Oh my God. And then you, uh, and then like, you'll see him getting really close and you're like, oh shit. Oh shit. Okay. So let me, uh, I gotta, I'm gonna put the camera down, but you got to keep checking to make sure like where the other ones are and you don't want to use up too much power. So then you're like, turn on the light to see if he's right outside the door. Then maybe he's not, or maybe he's sitting there just like fucking staring at you smiling and you got to slam the door shut really quick. When you do it, it does like this, like, like, you know, classic horror sounds to like make, you know, to make the jump scares extra scary, of course. Uh, and then if you are, if one of them sneaks in the room, while you're looking at the camera, then as soon as you put the camera down, then the thing is right up in your face, screaming at you as loud as it can, and it's game over. Uh, if, if, if one of them gets into your room, you automatically die. It's game over. It's 100% purely jump scares, but, like, they're really pretty good jump scares. Would you would you agree with that, Jay? It was, it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, it definitely were. I, I think it loses its, its, its feel after a little while, but it was it was better than I expected. It was actually, it was, yeah, I thought like it was going to last for about like an hour and then I was going to get sick of it, but I like really had a good time with it and I played the whole thing through. Like 
There's also this one guy, there's this one, uh, there's this wolf and he doesn't come in until like the second or third night. And he's in this one room where there's a curtain and the less you look at him, the farther he advances. And so it's, so that kind of makes you have to balance, you know, not, not using the camera so you can save energy and then using the camera so you can look at him so he doesn't move as much. But then if you, if you ever uh, look at his room and the curtain's all the way open and he's not there, then that just means he's bum rushing you. And like, you'll literally see a camera feed of him running as fast as he can towards your room. And you have literally like one second to put the camera down, turn and hit the door button before he gets in there and jumps on you and pretty much tosses your salad. So like all that, like that did a really good job of counteracting like the really slow methodical, uh, just like turning on a light and seeing an animatronic, an animatronic like creature just staring at you and smiling, knowing he just wants to get in there and, you know, have his way with you pretty much. I, this game was probably, I mean, obviously this game became like, you know, kind of like a, uh, Twitch slash YouTube kind of fad for people to play and get scary reactions from. But like, for me, I was genuinely like when, uh, before Chuck E. Cheese was Chuck E. Cheese, it used to be showbiz pizza when I was little and they had like, it, it they didn't have Chuck E. Cheese. They had like a gorilla playing the drums and stuff like that. Like these animals playing music. And I used, those things used to scare the shit out of me when I was little. Like, even we would just go, and we'd be sitting there, like, eating pizza, I would have to... I remember one time we went, and I had to have my... Like, my mom had to hold her hand over my eyes and feed me pizza in order for me to eat, because I was so scared of the damn things up there. So, for me, it's probably a lot more scarier... It's a lot more scarier. For me, it's probably... It probably, like, is more scary than it is to other people, I would think, maybe. So maybe that's why I had such a fun time with it. But, uh, there's five nights... The first four nights, you know, they're not, well, the first couple nights are pretty easy. Third and fourth are fairly challenging, but the fifth night is so fucking hard. You have to basically play it. You have to have a perfect strategy. You have to play it hundred percent perfect and then basically still get lucky on top of that. Don't ask me why, but I spent probably, probably four, a total of four hours, maybe even five trying to beat the game. Uh, p- uh, playing purely just the fifth night, trying to beat the game. The first four nights I've eaten probably like two or three hours total, and the rest of that was me just playing the fifth one That's actually like, over and over and over and over again. And I had to do it with the sound off because, like, I was like, I can't, I can't handle. I was doing like during like lunch and stuff, and I would take a break like from work, so like I didn't want to like scare the shit out of myself during the day or like fucking cough up my food. So I turned the volume down, and that helped a lot to make it like not as scary. But uh, it's still, like, really, really, really fucking hard. And what's hilarious is when you beat the game, then uh, your win screen is, Congratulations! Uh, thanks for working here. Here's your check for $120 for the week. That's solid. Yeah. Uh, I really, like, I know this game gets shit on a lot because it is jump scares. That's that's what it is. But, again, for me, the design of, like, the, the creepy animatronic characters uh, I thought was really cool. And since those kind of scare me anyways, it sort of hit home. And I really had, like, a ton of fun with it. I wouldn't have spent five or six hours trying to beat one last level yeah. if I didn't sort of enjoy the game just for what it was. I thought it was uh, really, really fun. That's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it seemed like yeah. you were enjoying it quite a bit. It was fun to watch, but, yeah. Yeah, like, I was, like, again, you can testify. Like, Jay, I was getting That's legit, bad. like, actual yell-out scares for the first couple hours that I was playing mm-hmm. the game. I'll be like, oh, shit, he's standing right there. He's standing right there. 
And then I was like, you know, put the camera down or something. The thing would be right up in my face and like actually get a good scream out of me. That's that was exactly what I wanted yeah. this game to be. And uh, it uh, it did a good job of that. So if you somehow are the only person besides me that haven't played it yet and you are interested in maybe something like this, I would say check it out because it's really fun mm-hmm. and also scary. Jay, what about you? Anything? Any, any no, games? honestly, I've been very busy. My job's been freaking crazy this week. Just been working like a lot and then sleeping. Honestly, that's fun. What's that? What, how do you? Uh, what's your rundown on sleeping? Was it, was it, yeah, was that good or? It's pretty alright. As good as Final Fantasy X or? No, obviously is definitely up there. Better than sleeping. Um, I actually have also, I've been playing a uh, Final Fantasy XIV some more. I finally made a little bit okay. more progress on that. I switched Final Fantasy servers. Which one, sorry? 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. That's the MMO, Jay. <laughs> Thanks, boss. <laughs> uh, that was a great idea, moving my server, because I moved on to a server with another friend, and the queue times on this new server are a third of what they were on my previous server. I would usually Q have to times? They still have queue times? If you queue as a DPS and WoW... You oh, I'm sorry. Time. I thought you were talking about like to log on the server. No. Oh, Jesus. I was like, that's really bad to hear. Uh, no. So I to do my dungeons to end my trials, basically giant boss fights to progress through the story so that I can just get to level 60 and unlock new classes and all this shit. I've got to do all these dungeons and trials and all these quests, and I'm almost through them now. Oh, I can't wait until I get to enjoy this game again. You have no idea how grueling this shit is. This is awful stuff. Yeah. Oh. I've heard a little bit about that recently. <laughs> what I'm talking I'm about is... Uh, well, no, this was stuff from years ago now. This is old, old content that I'm Yeah, but that hasn't years. been accelerated at all for... Yeah, know, they've for, talked yeah. about it, but they haven't fixed it yet, apparently. So what it is, there's this content called the Pre-Heavensward Content, and uh, it's a series of quests that start at level 50, and at the time, level 50 was the cap. So they're all, there's 100 quests, literally 100 quests, that are all designed around being level 50, and you have to do all of these to get to the content that is developed and designed around being level 51, 52, 53, etc. So I've got to get through all these on this character, and then as soon as it's done, I never have to do it again, and I can just level up any character I want from 1 to 60, but oh my god, it's so painful to get through this stuff. Like, imagine in WoW, if you reached, uh, current level cap is 110, so imagine if you reached level 100, and to get ready to go through the Outlands you had to do a quest chain that spanned days, if oh, yeah. not weeks. It's rough to, yeah, for anybody out there that doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, thanks for that. <laughs> Good contribution, Rob. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that's about it for me. Good night. Good night. Uh... We already decided our top three, too. Yeah, we already got a top three. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Send us emails at mail at classicgamingpodcast.com. Also, uh... Oh, what? I have what? What? No, sorry. I was looking at something. Oh. Uh, I'm halfway maybe considering if there's any interest doing like some maybe... Probably, well... I'm not sure when it would be. Maybe around like lunchtime or whenever I play like a like a point and click uh, adventure game or something like that. 
for the podcast or just anything I'm playing for the podcast. If it's on PC, maybe trying to stream those every now and then, maybe, I don't know. I kind of halfway considered it. Yeah, see if email, any interest. yeah. Let us know. Let me know if you, th- if that would be of any interest to you. Um, if we want to make a channel, we could also share it as well. Yeah. We could Blake, do something like Blake, that. That also. probably would benefit you at all. Obviously. Cause you would just nah, stream Blake, it on the main channel. Yeah. Interested <laughs> in that, I imagine. But uh, yeah, like you and I could do it, Jake, or, or Jake. Holy Jesus. Shit, you did it again. I'm done. I did it. Can't listen um, but yeah, I, I thought about doing that, like, because when, when I set up the stream so that you could watch me play uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, I was like, oh, this is actually really easy. <laughs> so it, it would basically be just a matter of me clicking a few extra buttons and then playing whenever I do play, you know, like for like 30 minutes an hour mm-hmm. during lunch or whatever. So I don't know. I'm halfway considering it. So if if that sounds interesting to anybody, let me know. If not, I might just not do it, or I might give it a shot and just see how it goes. Um, just kind of like a real casual type thing. Casual. Watch your mouth. And I think that's pretty much it. I, re, uh, I resurrected my personal Twitter account, so I'm not just using the Class Gamescast account for like everything that I do and say there on there. There you go. Yeah, there we go. So that is... King Octavius, uh, no sp- no underscores or anything. K I N G O C T A V I O U S on Twitter. Make sure you follow me there. Follow us at Class Gamescast. <laughs> follow Blake at Slackaholicus. Well, yeah. Watch his Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash Slackaholicus. Do it, do it now. Pass. Uh, one- <laughs> and of course, like I said, send us emails, mail at classygamingpodcast.com. And uh, leave us sick reviews on iTunes. I'm out, everybody. Peace. Thanks. For Thank listening. you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>